Ultimate Warrior won the WWE title off the Hulkster at WrestleMania. Which one, Brando? Five, six. Mm. Close. You're close. I was thinking. I was thinking because I think the last one he said was Randy Savage winning the title in the tournament, and that Ah. was at four. But then I forgot that he missed the last show. Show? So yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, This is also my birth year. Ninety. Ninety. Yeah. Big nine zero. That's true. Spanish Not Save Podcast is what we are. We talk about wrestling, amongst other things. It is uh, the three of us back together, reunited, and it feels so good. Where's Boris? Don't we have one of those coming up? Next week. Oh. It's been forever since we've seen Boris. I was saying that to him when he texted me about it. I was like, man, it feels like It's been like a, a month or time. so since we've seen Boris. Yeah. So, yeah, he'll be back next week to uh, join it. But for now, just us three. So let's let's talk, boys. What's new? Scotty, we haven't seen you in two weeks. Yeah. What do you I got going on? I went and worked the concert series for the good old CFR. Yeah. Let me tell you, I hate the CFR. Canadian Finals Rodeo. It's always like really busy on the Ticketmaster end of shit. So, but I just did the late night concert series. So it was like work from 7 until 1130 or so, depending on who played. But it was okay. Made some decent tip money off drunk. Cowboys. Was there even what one people? band that you kind of, sort of, were like, all right. Uh, the oh, guy okay. who sold out, Dallas Smith, he was the only show that right. sold really well, and that's only because I would have showed up and been like, got drunk and been like, default! Fucking default! That's what I was going to say. What what band was he from? Beforehand, yeah. He was did, he pl- did he play any default songs? I don't know. I left as soon as I could. <laughs> Do Ticketmaster people really make tip money? Only when people are really drunk. drunk. Yeah. Only mm. when it's like a show that, like, the whole point of the thing is that it, it's the show's supposed to start after the CFR as like an after party. Still drink on Northland's property though, mm. but it was so fucking weird because like all these cowboys show up and they're like, uh, "Is there an item check?" We're like, "Yeah, it's at the securities you go through." And then like it's just like bo- hunting knives, Bowie knives. Good God! Like, well, they're like farm boys or whatever. Some of them are super fucking polite in the sense that like I think this might be like. Hey, we only come into the city for these events. What do we do with our knives? Yeah. <laughs> in Edmonton. <laughs> Leave them in your car, please. But then they give them back to them at the end of the event after they're good and sauce. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> so And you are. Here's yeah, aside knife. from that, no, I don't I don't really like country music too too much. Fair. All the country music I like is more like blues and old. Like Doc Watson, like yeah. Johnny Cash kind Willie of shit. Nelson. Willie Nelson, yeah. I like a good twangy. Yeah, I like a good twang. Song. And I like I like the idea of country. And like maybe it's more the parody. <laughs> like if I was a wrestler, I could easily do a, I'm a country boy gimmick and just like make fun of it. You sound like you're breaking up with country music. I, I like the idea, idea of country music. <laughs> but, but I just I don't more really so see than the music me. itself. <laughs> and yeah. And having my stupid top knot haircut or whatever. Oh, they didn't like that? Some of them would be like, What the hell's that on your head there? <laughs> And I'm like, oh, I don't know. So they'd be like, That's a funny looking cowboy hat. Or someone would be like really drunk and they'd be like, cool hair. And I'm like, yeah, it's all right. Like, I'm not looking to have a conversation with you fucking cowboys about it. Well, they're just trying to be nice, Scotty. They're just trying to be oh, nice. Man. Uh, yeah, I know. They don't need your tood. Yeah. They got enough of it from your hair. Yeah. So, such and that. And then Fallout 4. Fallout. Pretty yeah. good. 
Yeah. I don't have enough. I haven't played enough to have a real impression on it yet. Mm. There's things where I'm like, oh, because like three mm. is like probably my favorite game of all time. I think. So there's moments where I'm like, that's different. Yeah. No. And then going I have back to. Home. Then I have to sit there for a while and like think if it's a if it's a streamlined thing for the better or for the worse of the gameplay. Most of the time, I think it's better, but there's times where I'm like, this is a fucking action game compared to the slow RPG I went new and loved. Yeah, Fair that's kind of what I'm hearing. It was uh, opened up a little more to everybody. Yeah, I think, yeah, more and I think that that's fine that they're trying to, especially at 60 frames per second on the new consoles, make it run faster. But there's moments where I think traditional Fallout fans are like, we still like it, but there's things in it where you're like, ooh. Like, there's moments where you're shooting, like, not through cracks of walls, and I'm like, we're playing fucking Call of Duty right now. <laughs> the gunplay feels better, though, but well, it's good. All right, so maybe I will try it then, because yeah. I didn't like three. Give it a go. Give, it, give it a, a go. Not a shooter. Never let anyone tell right. you. Make, make your guy be John that. Cena. I'm aware of that. Yeah. Yeah. Make him look like John Cena. Some of that face creation yeah. shit is oh, awesome. It's insane. There's it's like the best ones. part of the game. Yeah. yeah. How do you do that? Is that just like you? They're like, all tools there. You just have to be good at like knowing how to make custom faces in games. It's just like, is it like the WWE where it's like it's not there's a Y axis and an X axis and you just kind of like manipulate the face? Yeah. And there's also some preset stuff of like, do you want to give him like a more rugged chin? So like the ones that I've seen of like John Cena, for example, that's not just like like you say, there's no face. You no, can't like you're not upload a picture. a picture. I don't and... think so. No, yeah, there's no, no. I don't think that's a thing. Because that's fucking crazy yeah. that that guy did that well at that. The Hulk Hogan one is Beavis insane and Butthead. too. Yeah, uh, the Hulk Hogan ones are pretty crazy. You know Nigel Thornberry? Hmm. Yes. Okay. Smashing with yeah. a big yes, nose. Yes. Yes. Someone yes. did that. Waluigi. Nice. Like there's some crazy good shit. How out has there. nobody done Wade Barrett yet? It's a wasteland. Oh yeah. Yeah. I know. Come you, on. I remember you last week were saying that on the pod. Also, good good job on the pod last week, boys. We were also just I like this through there. <laughs> it's now eight oh seven, and Scotty has not put anything incriminating <laughs> on his Twitter about him playing Fallout. <laughs> I was laughing at that. Yeah, we're keeping an eye on you. Faith is not always there, Scotty. That's true. <laughs> I mean, the minute we start trusting each other, that's the trouble. minute someone yeah. gets hurt. Yeah. I'm always like, the funny thing is, though, is that Brando will occasionally retweet something. I'm like, oh, shit, is Brando using social media? I'll click on his name, and it's like, oh, just that one thing. Yeah, for the last, like, week. Yeah. It's like me sitting you win on your the contest, toilet. bud? I did win my contest, as a matter of fact. Warren was in a gingerbread house contest. And we that did he horribly. Won, despite having one of the worst gingerbread houses. Yes. I like how you text me, like, can you do me a favor? And I thought it was something about the show. Like, can you watch this thing for yeah, homework? Or yeah, can yeah. you figure out this news story or whatever? And you're like, hey, can you just, like, make this tweet for me? I'm like, yeah, sure. It's, like, fucking so harmless. <laughs> it's just funny because, like, you're, you've never asked for, like, anything. So it's just funny. Like, hey, bud, can you do me a fave? And then just real smoothly, like, hey, what's your girlfriend doing? Yeah. I texted my other buddy who has a, a Twitter but never uses it and made him do it, and he was not uh, not as easy to coerce into doing it as oh, you were. He was I'm like, always oh, on social media. What do you mean I have to follow that account? I don't want to follow it. I don't, what, this, I don't even know how to tweet. Can you show me how to? So he had to like take screenshots and send it to me, and for me to be like, okay, that little arrow with the feather, click that, and then click paste. I wrote out the message for him. Okay, Just paste copy it, this. And then, yeah, there you go. That's it. So. Well, good for him. Uh, Brando, yes, what's sir. new with you? Um, I think kind of same as Scotty. A lot of video games came out. Yeah. Oh, it's video game time. Oh, fuck yeah. Know. You guys got to play Battlefront today. I got to wait till the weekend. Yeah, we uh, played, uh, I played a lot of Battlefront today. Yeah. Uh, War and, and I will be playing more later. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that game's real good. Yeah. Tried out a lot of different stuff. It, uh, it all feels really good. I don't know about its staying power. Uh, maybe I get tired of it at some point, yeah, but. We'll see. 
But it, as of now, and again, kind of to Scotty's effect, Battlefront 2 is one of my favorite games. Uh, and so there's a lot of like differences in this where I'm like, that seems weird that they did this instead. Um, but for the most part, I'm having a lot of fun. And that's as someone who's not really a Battlefield player. So, And I've seen like a bunch of game clips today of people like, Force pushing oh, into a the fucking tie fighter into the tie That's fight. so yeah. fucking sick. Where I just see that, I'm like, oh, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna have fun with this video. Yeah, game. there was. I had a few where it was like I was just sitting there playing, being like, yeah, this game's pretty good. And then I would just do something, and I was like, oh, okay, that was the dopest thing mm. I've ever seen. I'm gonna have to play this for another There's three hours now. Where, like even in the beta, like on Hoth, you'd like be shooting, and then a ship, like, a speeder, would come so low down, and you barely make it into a like a bunker, yeah. and you'd be like. Fuck yeah, that was Star Wars hype right there. <laughs> there was a moment uh, when me and Warren were playing uh, where I I saw him up on like a balcony and I was Darth Vader and he was a stormtrooper or uh, uh, a rebel. Uh, and I saw him up there and I was like, hey, I'm going to go. I went out of the room around through like a whole bunch of side doors and everything and then came up behind him and went to whack him with my lightsaber. And as soon as I was winding up, he like turned around right before I sliced him. Yeah. And then I could hear him in the other room being like, oh, oh, that's terrifying. I, can hear I, could, him. I could hear him going like just once. And I'm like, that doesn't sound. And I turn around, he's like just standing there. Ready to wind it up. Dead. It was it was the best from my view because <laughs> as I was coming towards him, you could see him turning around because he could hear me coming. And then yeah, Whoa. that was good. It was great. It's a fun game. There's a lot of different ways to play it. Some really good, some not mm. so good. Yeah, but uh, at least they were trying to do twenty different things. And that's so. the thing for me. My Star Wars game, ideal Star Wars game, was uh, Force Unleashed. That, like like to, to be the Jedi game, yeah. and use your powers and fuck things up. Yeah. So I'm kind of worried in that sense, but yeah, it's you be can, game. You I'll can... get my money's worth out of it. I'm sure you will. There was things oh, that gosh. like just from watching a little bit of live streams where I was like, "What? There's droids in like that are like support things, like yeah. things that I totally didn't see in the beta." And I was like, "Nice. There's a lot of yeah. incentive to buy this." Sending game. little R2 droids up to do my bidding and <laughs> people they just go up and shock people. And uh, God bless them. It's adorable. Yep. Okay. Uh, I also played video games. Yeah. I think we've talked more than enough about video games. You uh, won a contest. I won a contest. I want to talk about last week. So I'm at work. Okay. And um, story time. I'm going out for lunch and go down to the uh, to the front door of the building, which is rare. I usually park in the back, but I was running late that morning, so I parked right in front of the building because I knew that I would just go out for lunch and you're big shot. You got a parking spot. Sure. So I uh, I'm walking to the front door. And I'm walking, and I just hear some guy go, Satpod! And I'm like, what the, f- <laughs> the fuck is Boris here yeah, right now? Like, what is my first thing? What is, Boris what is, is happening right why now? Why is Boris at the radio So station? I turn and look, and there's a guy smiling at me, and I'm like, okay. And so walk up to him, and it was uh, uh, Sean's Lawns Now from Twitter with his uh, little boy, who is Jordy Mack. And they both listen to the podcast quite regularly. Well, God bless him. And uh, his little boy, Jordy Mack, was quite excited to... He was very, very nice. The little guy shook his hand or stuck his hand out and shook my hand. Nice. That's super it, it was great. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So I want to make sure that I give them a little bit of a, a shout out. Because I think that'd be our youngest fan or listener we know I was going to say that's a little alarming that he's listening to our podcast where we say bad words. but We do our best. We try. We're, we're like 14A. Depends on our mood. It's like us growing up watching wrestling. We saw some 14A stuff. Yeah. Maybe some at stuff an age that was where we probably weren't 14 much, yet. Yeah. We're but better for it. Like, we don't ever really go on any like terrible tangents. No. 
Well, we've had our moments. <laughs> yeah, there's been some backpedaling on this show to be yeah, sure, but of course, usually unintentional. Yes. So, thank you guys for listening. I yeah. we, we appreciate it. That I made my cool... day when you texted me about yeah, that. It was Warren. cool. It was cool meeting old Jordy. So that's uh, good. the other uh, my highlight of the week mm. was we went to uh, Shuffle Slam. Yes. Which, well, right. I guess it's called October Shuffle Slam Nine Uktoberfest. Okay. There's probably nine spelled colon. N-I-E-N. Right. Okay. But it was also the ninth Shuffle Slam. Right. This is well thought out. Mm-hmm. Well thought out wordplay. Uh, there's uh, for those that don't know, uh, Warren works with a guy named James. Yes. Uh, oh, <laughs> you're right. Yeah. Um, James is a little person. He's a little person. He's four feet tall. Yeah. Just uh, real aggressive. Four feet tall too. Right. Um, he has a wrestling back history as well. He actually wrestled in a midget wrestling league for right. a while. Not like that. I don't know. A twenty years ago. <laughs> Yeah. Or a promotion. That was a promotion. <laughs> the league, the same thing, same thing, really. Yeah. Close enough. <laughs> the wins and losses matter. Yeah. <laughs> um. So uh, they're all, as at any uh, drunken gathering with a lot of wrestling fans. Eventually, right. it devolves into two people wrestling. Well, it's called Shuffle Slam. Right. So there's it's yeah. There's wrestling fans there. And this was uh, it was it was started <laughs> out as a pretty well worked match. It was a it was a very large man against James. Ooh, by the way, was extremely drunk. Yes, like, both. We're both talking, were quite drunk. Yeah. We're, this guy could not walk straight at all. Like, if you were to give me your most over-exaggerated acting of a drunk, drunk person, guy? you'd still look more sober than this guy. Wow. Yeah. He, he was, was like, <laughs> like that bad. It was of, one of those things where you could see his feet trying to correct for his yes. upper body going the wrong way. <laughs> it and, was bad. Anyway. Nothing's in the line. James also quite drunk. I don't know about that drunk, no. but, but pretty drunk as well. So God bless him. This guy is selling his ass yes. off for James. Oh, yeah. They're working I, a full you, match. Yeah, and you can tell as you're watching it. <laughs> Me and Warren, being the critical wrestling fans that we are, we're like, oh, it looks like they're they're setting up for for James's big uh, James going over here. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, finally, James, I think he hits a stunner. Yeah, the guy was bent over, and I screamed, "James, give him a stunner!" Yeah. So he actually like grabs his head and yeah, does the stunner, and the, the guy stunner. sells for yeah. him, falls down, he falls down. Where and then the crowd's like, "Pin him, pin him!" Screaming, "Pin James, go pin him!" Uh, James sprints full on towards the guy and <laughs> oh tries to God. just jump on him, slides over. Cracks his head on the ground and literally like Austin at thirteen level blood. <laughs> like <laughs> it was insane. He got oh, the pick. gushing from the floor. He got the pick. So like his head is away from us. So yeah, we think nothing's wrong because we couldn't. It's dark out. You can't see. So somebody actually goes down head? and counts no. the pin. No. One, two, three, and then he slowly stands up, like grabbing his head. And I'm like, oh, that's weird. Bump, and he bump, bump, bump takes his, his hand off and just yeah, like full crimson mask. <laughs> yeah. And like, we're like, oh, Ric Flair, oh, Flair after Flair, a cage match in 2003, like and you ridiculous. could see, and you could like, like all of a sudden from the crowd. First of all, there's like some of the girls and everything are like, oh shit, we're in trouble. And then he gets like the smarmy <laughs> sprinting inside yeah. to get him napkins. Then you and get stuff. the schmarmy car- comment like, oh, yeah. that's a rough blade job. <laughs> I'm sitting there laughing my ass know, off because too. it was the greatest that's moment a rough of my life. Blade job. Yeah. Oh, somebody called New Jack. We told him. Uh, we told them that it's good to use blood every now and then. It makes a match mean something right. special, yeah. as long as you don't overdo it. And there was like it can be an emphasis on the ground afterwards too, of just blood. Yeah, midget blood. Me and, midget blood. Me and War. Yeah, you don't want to touch that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> It'll stunt your growth. Oh my Whoa, god, Scotty! That's... Good lord! <laughs> you don't want to touch anyone's blood, is what I uh, meant. Uh, Jesus, I'm glad you brought that up. That's a great story. That was a good story. That's hilarious. Great Shit. Story. God bless James. God bless James. Uh, We've got the win, right? 
Yeah, that's. I Phone mean, matters. that's what we kept reminding him. But you got yeah. the W. At the end yeah. of the day, you went over, and that is all that matters. So he was, uh, despite all the jokes, full on panic attack for a while. But once he got yeah. all of those bandaged up, then he was back to being. It also old. sobered him up pretty well. Yeah. Too. Like, once you see your own blood, you yeah, kind of the night you put the brakes on a little yeah, bit. That's the end of that. Yeah. Good. Cool. Yeah, all right. I was gonna say the couple times that I've like gotten pretty shit faced, and then the moment where I'm like, okay, I just cut my hand open. Think we're gonna so like just like yeah. take care of myself here. Yeah, it's go time. Yeah, this is the end of the night. Well, and it was too because he pretty much left right yeah. after that. So I was gonna say once he was bandaged up, there was no more bruise. No, no. And, and I kind of wish they would have given him the full like around the head wrap yeah, bandage. Totally. But they just like kind of put some gauze there and put like four or five band aids. That's on weak. Head. You should have given him the whole head wrap. But it was like right on the hairline, like right where you would do a blade job is yeah. where he cut himself. It was the funniest thing. I like, think it was a work. It. Maybe it was. Uh, I wouldn't put it past him. I would not put it past James him. is a keeper of kayfabe. Yeah, uh, <laughs> totally. You'll get that fine coming out. On a pin. <laughs> On a pin. <laughs> uh, good. All right. Uh, let's do some news now, shall we? And now. Actually, she cleaned up his blood, the voiceover lady. Oh, good old voiceover Lisa. Lisa Keys. Spanish announced table news. Uh, Brandon Lynch. Warren Barris. What do you got, bud? Nick Bockwinkle. Yes. You guys know a lot about Nick Bockwinkle? AWA, World Heavyweight Champion. Very good. How many times? Uh, Three? Four times. Four times. Shit. Uh, including a win against Vern Gagne back in uh, 75, ending Vern's seven-year title reign. Mm. Uh, that uh, end of full, an era. Full disclosure: everything I know about Nick uh, Bockwinkle, uh, I looked up. Obviously, he was way before our time. Yeah, well before our time. Um, but he has unfortunately passed away at the age of eighty. Uh, he's a WWE Hall of Fame legend. He's been uh, in the WWE Hall of Fame since two thousand seven. He's considered a pioneer of professional wrestling, as well as the self-proclaimed and probably proclaimed by a lot of other people, smartest wrestler alive. R.I.P. Good sir. Yep, that's, uh, I mean, uh, we've talked about this before, too. It's it's nice to see a, a wrestler live to an older age yep. as Life well. Life well lived, yeah. So that's, that's good. He, uh, uh, yeah. he earned that. Condolences to his family, obviously, but no. but it, it, he had a real good run. Billy Gunn. The one Billy Gunn. On the other side of all this. What a moron. This is so fucking funny, actually. News broke from Meltzer last Friday that Billy Gunn, real name, I did not know this, real Kip. name, Monty Sop. You didn't know that? Did oh, not know his name, his name was, was Kip Mon- something. His middle name's Kip. Oh. His first name's Monty. Monty. Yep. Monty Burns. He oh, used, hoy hoy. He used um, Kip Soap in uh, TNA. TNA. Oh. That was his TNA name. Is it Soap? Or Sop, one of the two. I don't know how you pronounce it. Uh, he's been fired from the WWE as a trainer for testing positive for PEDs at a powerlifting meet back in July 25th. He was suspended from powerlifting right when that test came in around July 25th. The WWE just found out about it. Yeah, yeah. it wasn't even WWE's performance drug test. He failed for another company, and they were like, wait, what's this about powerlifting? Yeah, they didn't even know he was powerlifting yeah, at all. So... Like, this side venture totally bit Billy Gunn in the ass. So, he's done there for uh, however amount of time. That's the thing. You never know with PEDs on a guy who doesn't really wrestle anymore. He's got an indie date so far for next year. Yeah, he is signed with uh, Preston City Wrestling. 
for their Road to Glory 2016 tour and has dates in February. 5th and 6th, I think. Yeah, because he's got his 60-day non-compete. So as soon as that's over, he's got indie days. Billy Gunn got fired, gentlemen. Well, and the downside is that like he's featured in this Breaking Ground As such a show, yeah. too. Trainer. So like, that's really going to be it weird. seem like uh, Robbie Brookside, William Regal, and Billy Gunn are the three veterans whipping everybody into shape and Sarah Del Rey for the girls. I feel bad for Gunn. Not in that like he, he broke the rules, he deserves to be punished. But he was probably like, it's fine. Like, WWE won't care. I'm not wrestling. This is a side thing. Whatever. I'm not going to write. If I was wrestling, I wouldn't be doing PEDs. Yeah. And, and now he's probably like, well, shit. This whole thing's just fucking caved in on me. Mm. Billy Gunn? I don't know. Smell you later. Billy Gunn always had good WWE theme music. Yes, when he, he was did. the one, Ass Man, they're oh, all good. Who's the one? The one? Listen to it. It sounds like the darkness. The darkness. You mean like the brood? Like I no, I believe in a thing called love. Oh, that oh, bad. oh, oh! I see what you're saying. Let's wait for this five oh, okay. second we're ad to, to get through. There, there we, go. we go. Oh, I remember this one. It's a saxophone. <laughs> it sounds like the same it band that did Ass Man. Probably was. Yeah, the same band. Jim Johnstone and the Stones. All righty. Back to the news. Okay. <laughs> oh, nice transition. Uh, yeah, you're not supposed to call it out. Mm. Oh, I mean, it was nice. <laughs> it, was, it was great till I acknowledged it. Uh, Nikki Bella has uh, a little more news on her injury timetable. Yes. Uh, still don't have anything concrete, but Paige said in an interview that she would probably be out another six weeks depending on how her rehab goes. Now we know that. Also, several sites reporting that her injury was actually career-threatening, and she is currently rehabbing it daily in an effort to not need neck surgery. Yes. Yeah, I saw that on maybe Twitter or social media. She had to, like, rehab it every day to avoid going for surgery. Yeah, and it, it it's weird because some people are saying, oh, it's six weeks, standard procedure, bang, bang, here she goes. But uh, some people are reports. also saying, like, man, this was crazy. She was one bump away from being paralyzed. Yeah. And, like, so it's tough to say. Those are the two opposite ends of the spectrum. You can believe whatever you want, and we've told you nothing. She's good now, and she's getting better. So that's all that really matters. She did also hit 3 million followers on Instagram today. Wow. And she treated us with this fine picture of her with clearly no bra on. Yes. Doink, doink. Nipple City. That would be more appropriate for 2 million. (laughs) Good. But um, boom. I wonder what happens when she hits 10 million. That's the real question. What's the treat then? You guys ready for some ROJ? <laughs> Take two. You guys ready for some ROH TV news? Yes, I am, sir. Scotty might know a little more about this, but here's what I know. Uh, Ring of Honor's run with Destination America is over. Okay. We knew that. That yep. was coming. Uh, they will be signing a new television deal with Comet. That are going to air Wednesday nights at midnight Eastern time. That's 10 o'clock Mountain uh, on de- starting December 2nd. Comet is a very new channel. The sci-fi network. It is a sci-fi network, a literal sci-fi mm. network. Self-proclaimed sci-fi network. Uh, it's only been around for a couple months. Um, well, I don't know that they will have the kind of numbers that they had because Destination America is... Uh, a subsidiary channel of Discovery. Right, and so it's available it to like everyone. A, yeah. yeah. 
you got it like within the package. Yeah, you got to like you, you got to go out and get you some Comet. Yeah, I think you had to go and get you some Destination America as well. Really, you had to get the Discovery package that, that gave was... you like Animal Planet, Discovery, uh, and then I think they had another Discovery one that was built around racing. The... Destination America is built around like Bigfoot. And Ghosts of America. Yeah, it's like shit. that style, like OLN kind of in Canada. The article I read disagreed with that, but I'm hoping you know better than I do because I was only skimming. Uh, also, ROH hasn't done on Destination America yet. It, they end when TNA ends, January, which is January. The so there's going to be a, like a one-month overlap where ROH will be on Destination and on, unless ROH's deal will end, Effectively, December second, when they start with Comet. Uh, that's what I. That's what I was led to believe. Yeah, as far as I know, they're like tomorrow night. There will be an ROH TV on. I should on. have just let you do this. <laughs> Maybe. Oh, well. Maybe. <laughs> or everything there. you said is wrong. <laughs> we got there. Or we're just there. making it up as we go. Um, Survivor Series match has been announced by WWE. This is kind of weird. Breaking today. Yes. Yeah, they pretty much just said that. We're going to have a match. We're going to have a traditional 5v5. But we're not going to tell you who's in it yet. Because we don't know. Right. And like we were talking about before the podcast, this kind of sounds like they just all of a sudden realize that, oh shit, we don't have a Survivor Series match. And we, we only should, have five matches. We should probably put a Survivor Series match on Survivor Series. And, and it's of gonna, those five like, matches, two guys are going to work double duty. And we are and we were talking about, like, th- these... It's not going to be interesting. Like That's it might the be, thing. it might be good ring work. We can hope that it's sure. just ten guys, good workers tearing the house down. Because I'm certainly not going to, when the Survivor Series match starts, have any interest in it. Well, yeah, we talked about how we need these matches to have something meaning behind. It. You can't just do a five, five on five elimination no. match for the hell of it, especially after People last year's. Yeah. Yeah. Last, year's last year's had huge, huge stakes so for storyline. Yeah. Anyways, it's going to happen. Uh, yeah, we can uh, obviously look to SmackDown for uh, most of this to be ironed out. Yes, but. filled in. Uh, last little uh, thing, Orton got married over the weekend. Uh, These pictures from his wedding, and that is a he's an attractive young lady that he's found. Yeah, I'm not very surprised. Up. That's Kim Marie Kessler. Is that uh, is she? Uh, she does have an name. Do yes. things. Um, she, I, she I assume so. A model or something. She she could be. Let's just leave it at that. Hey. She let's we'll leave okay. it on a compliment. Sure. Yes. <laughs> um. Yeah, that's that's all we know. It's it was broken by someone who was there and took a picture and put it out on Twitter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Randy Orton's mom tweeted when she got to the hotel. That and, was kind of funny. Was and that Randy, the hotel or the airport? I, you know, I think it was the airport. And then Randy just like, "Mom, you could have texted me this." Yeah, it was like we're just bringing the car around by the gate or something. And Orton was like, "You could have just texted me this." Mm. All on Twitter, and then he dropped an LOL, which made me like uh, Randy Orton a little less. But <laughs> Randy Orton's not allowed to have occasional LOL with his mom. Yeah, don't I be, LOL. I think LOL's weird. I, I'm not an LOL. No, me I too. Not I'm, use a, I'm LOL a ha-ha. When I talk to you guys because yeah. when I do, you guys make fun of me sometimes. It's, it's, we're haha people. We're not. Yeah. LOL I know you guys people. will literally t- text ha ha ha. Yeah, it's one extra like, letter and it doesn't. No, you guys will sometimes like text ha ha a couple times. Yeah, it depends on how funny it is. Yeah, the funnier you get, the more ha's you get. The LOL <laughs> is all encompassing. It's right. like LOL. L- someone might send me an LOL if I just said like, "Oh yeah, hope uh, hope you don't fall down on the way down the stairs." Right. LOL. Yep. Where is it? I'm like, that's like, not funny. Tell me a funny joke, then I'll put ha 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 ha. Yeah. Because I actually laughed hard at it. I will, however, go out of my way to say I LOL'd at that. Sure. Because then that you're is saying a, I laughed out loud yes. at it. Yes. Yeah. Right. Right. Good. Glad we cleared that up. Uh, Quick hit. Goldberg says he was contacted by TNA. Goldberg says everything. That's, that's true. That, that is true. I don't believe shit that Goldberg says. 
That being said, I mean, was it last true. week where you guys had the Goldberg story of Stone Cold never really drank oh, the yeah, beers? Right at the end, was oh, that, yeah. <laughs> like what the fuck, Goldberg? Um, that being said, though, I mean, they might have talked to him, like, just to been like, oh, "Hey, yeah. Goldberg, will you please come work for very little to no money?" And he's like, "No," and that was it. We it had something to do with the fact that he angle. Was, it had something to do with the fact that they wanted to promote a movie that he was somehow involved ah. in, and there was some tie-ins there, um, allegedly. Also, uh, Damien Sandow may or may not be coming back with the uh, holier-than-thou gimmick. Which is fine by me. But I don't think it was holier-than-thou. I think it was... Well, it's greater-than-thou, greater, but yeah. it's a holier-than-thou character. Character? I thought it was yeah. an edgy... I'm smarter-than-you, not holier-than-you. Sure. But that's like... Yes, that means the yeah. same thing. No, it was the intellectual savior. That's yeah. what it's called. It wasn't like I wasn't like I'm actually naming his yeah. gimmick. I was yeah. just saying just it, yeah. that. Yeah, I was like, shtick. oh, they're giving him the, the I'm a priest gimmick. Yes, that's no. very WCW. No, no more uh, Mordecai's. You guys remember Mordecai? Oh yeah, it was a very short-lived character who then became Kevin Thorne. He was just squashing people and then off he went. Gone, out of there. Don't even know if he lost. I don't Probably think lost. so either. I think he just disappeared. Came okay, back that's as a vampire. that's all I got for news. Scotty, uh, you got anything, Scotty? No, I had the ROH thing and that's Billy Gunn. That's it. Okay, well then, let's talk about Monday Night Raw. Now get the cards, the drugs, from my generation, I'll take the fall. The Saints, no cross the nation, and it's a From the um, Bon Secours Wellness Center in Greenville, South Carolina. Greenville, eh? Yes, I probably mispronounced that, but that's okay. You're French. Yeah, but... Is that not a French word? It might not be a French word is oh, okay. the thing. I don't know what that B-O-N- is. B-O-N uh, space always makes me think it's French, but that this probably isn't B-O-N it, space. It is, yeah? but it could... I don't know. Bon Secours. Bon Anyways, it is uh, it is very fitting because they start the show with the moment of silence for the victims of that uh, ridiculous ter- terrorist attack in Paris from last week, which was heartbreaking, horrible. But that's yeah. not for our podcast. Uh, you can find out stuff about that somewhere else. We're gonna stay happy on this podcast, right? Uh, the moment of silence was actually pretty cool, though. I thought that was a really good thing to do, and they they've always done that kind mm. of classy stuff. move, right? Like, like after the nine eleven thing when they did yeah. the yeah. Uh, so it fades to black, then you get the show intro. Uh, we uh, start the show with the Druids. They're back. The Undertaker's Druids. Mm-hmm. This time with face, balaclava, two mask things. Like, you can't see their faces. Okay. Because we were talking about, it'd be really funny if Dean Ambrose was one of these guys. Because they normally just rock just for big the hell of it. hoods, but you yeah, can still kind of see down, yeah. Yeah. You can see some facial features yeah. under the candlelight. But uh, not this time. Um... Kane and Undertaker also come out right after them. Taker says Bray Wyatt tried to siphon their souls, but he can't handle that kind of darkness. Kane says when you mess with the fires of hell, then you get burned, and there's a special place in hell reserved for the Wyatts. Uh, Taker adds that the Wyatts are no match for what the Brothers of Destruction are capable of, and Bray should select the two opponents because they will never rest in peace. Two-on-two match. Two-on-two. Not a not a four on three. Okay, not so a four on two. What would you rather have, four on two or two on two? <sighs> two on two, I guess. I wanted four on two. Yeah, or four on three. Four on three is what. Four I Four on three, and you give him someone who makes sense, like Sting. I liked your Finn Balor uh, mm. idea or Ambrose. I thought that 
could be a good rub for him if they wanted to do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I would prefer having everyone. And, I mean, I know I want the Wyatts to look strong and do something, but if this is Undertaker's, like, one last time around the rink, let them look awesome and take four dudes out. Yeah. I, that was my one problem with not wanting to see the 4-on-2 was just that I just didn't think that Bray needed to lose that badly. Yeah. It would have been real rough on the Wyatts to lose 4-on-2 after yeah. they've lost everything under the sun lately. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is true. I, I thought this promo was really good from Taker and Kane. Uh, they they stumbled a little bit. There was a couple times where they were kind of yeah. like, but they had the crowd in their hands. Yeah, I, I yeah. thought they flubbed some stuff, but the the content of it was was there. It was so. good. Yeah, I agree. That, like that's how veteran they are. Is that they can flub some stuff up and still make it Doesn't through matter. a promo? Yeah. Uh, Bray Wyatt comes out. He says, uh, "25 years of Undertaker's darkness has been enough, and it's time for a new leader." Uh, then you get the Wyatt yep. interruption thing, and when it ends, Taker's druids are now wearing white sheep masks. It was great. Yeah, it was they pretty cool. They attack Taker and Kane, but the brothers uh, fight them off. And then the White family finally moves in, but Bray stops them and says, this can wait until Sunday. That it's was cool. True. It's the, true. The masks was really, like, a really cool touch. Yeah, it was yeah. a really that. nice touch. What? As much as this has kind of been a little campy, I thought that was really cool. Everything about this probably should be a little campy. campy. It's the same thing like with if, the lightning effects they did there. Yeah. It doesn't look that great, but it works so well for, like, Bray being like, those powers are reserved yeah. for me this now. Is, this, is, this is the feud that if you're ever going to say, what's the feud where wrestling can go over the fucking ledge with this shit? Yeah. It would be Wyatt and Undertaker. Yeah. Because they're the only guys you have left who are about Mystical. that. Yeah. Is it, what, what, where do you go with this? Who are the two? Well, and it's not even elimination, right? It's just yeah, a tag match. Yeah, it's either. a tag yeah. match at this point. Uh, I think it is going to be Braun. It would be dumb if he didn't pick Braun, and, in my opinion. And Luke. Yeah, I don't think he picked Bray, because it's Bray. You pick your whatever two you want, and I think that they can save Taker Bray for another day. Nice. Good run. I know. Uh, maybe the Rumble. <laughs> uh, MC yep, Scott sure. Fox. Um, but yeah, I like that, actually. Yeah. Rowan, I mean, he's just kind of the odd man out. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I like the idea of putting putting Braun and uh, that would be my picks. Braun well. and Harper, yeah, yeah. yeah be like Harper Harper's your your best worker out of every sure. guy they have available. And there. he can take the pin because you know I don't think you're gonna pin Braun. No, sir. Um, so yeah, I agree. Good, good. Right. Let's do that. Um, first match of the night is a doozy. It is the semifinals of the WWE World Heavyweight Championship this Tournament. Kevin, oh, did I say semis? Yeah, yeah it's quarter. Oh, whispered, to advance I whispered to the semifinals. It, I whispered it right in the mic. It would have gone right in their ears, and they would have been good. The WWE World Heavyweight Championship Tournament, it is Kevin Owens taking on Neville. Uh, I don't think it, and it was any surprise who won this match. It was Kevin Owens, but Certainly. the match itself was tremendous. There's Very moments in this match where you think Neville's going over. Yeah. Several. There several are several moments. moments. Yeah. Good couple false finishes. Crowd was super fucking hot for this. That mm. fucking Frankensteiner. Oh, the uh, inverted... Oh my her, her god. Karana, where he Jesus. Ju- uh, dodges the pop-up powerbomb, hits him with a super kip, or kick, jumps up top and hits him with an inverted her Karana. Yeah. That was fucking nuts. Like, Neville is... He shines so well in this match. I mean, both guys look really strong, but Neville looks like an all-star in this match. Well, and I mean, you got to give some credit to Kevin Owens on the fr- on the 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 inverted whatever you call. Oh it. yeah, call for it sure. Kevin Owens lands right on his head. Kevin but, Owens yeah. does the bump perfectly. Like we want rewound that and watch it like two or three times. I think just because we we're like that's fucking yeah insane that he did that. That's spot of the night. 
For yep. sure. I always like freak out when they do that spot because I remember uh, I think Neville and Zane did it in NXT a while ago, mm. and I was like, "Oh, they're both gonna break their necks. That's good." Yeah, but they didn't. Yeah. Neville again took that top rope bump he does, where he just falls forward and purposefully <laughs> lets his feet get caught up on the top rope and then flips and just smashes into the mat. Yeah, I'm like, God, you look like you're gonna kill yourself. <laughs> that guy's gonna have a short career, I think. But my uh, God, is he gonna have a good one? I hope. That's Hopefully, it's Rey Mysterio-esque. Yes. Um, we go backstage, Triple H kind of walks up to Kevin Owens and shakes his hand and they smile and nod and talk, but we don't hear what they're saying. Ooh, it's vague. Up for, uh, yes. Tyler Breeze is wrestling on Monday Night Raw. His opponent is R-Truth. This is his second match on the main roster. Holy shit. Oh, I thought you were talking about Truth. I'm like, what? No. Since Tyler when? <laughs> yeah, Truth is a brand new rookie. He probably worked a dark match that rookie same Rookie of the night. year, 2015. Uh, oh, there he is. Um, that, this match wasn't very good. No, it like our truth kind of beats up our uh, Tyler for the first couple of minutes of it. I'm like, oh, this does not make yeah. Tyler look very good. Well, and it's one of those things where like you're never going to have Tyler Breeze squash guys. Like he's not. He's a he, he's a small heel, right? Like, yeah. It's, yeah. His job is not to go out there and wreck shop on one of your baby faces. Um, but I just thought the match wasn't good. Like I just thought it wasn't a very entertaining yeah. match. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's a dud of a match, for sure. Yeah. Which sucks, because I think Breeze can really do some good stuff. Tyler but. Breeze is a cross of Dolph Ziggler and the Miz's character right now. Yeah, definitely. Where he looks like Dolph Ziggler, but has the I'm gorgeous, don't hurt my face of the aspect Miz. of the Miz. And he has like the kind of the in-ring stuff of Ziggler as well, where yeah, you're like, this guy can go, for sure. Very, but like, his character is not necessarily limited, but it's it's got a bit of a glass ceiling on it at this point. And it was like you guys said last week. Eventually, he, it won't be his character. He'll just be Tyler Breeze, mm-hmm. the confident guy, or the mm. I'm better than you guy. The egomaniac. Yeah, yeah. the egomaniac. If uh, they don't do a tag team with him and Ziggler at some nah, it's point. That's going to suck, yeah. You're just, they're just, that's just pissing away an opportunity. Oh, totally. like how, I didn't know Dolph Ziggler was brought in just as Warren said last week. The handsome guy. You were just like, it's just a handsome guy, Dolph Ziggler. I was like, I don't, he was the show off when I started watching. He uh, must have been right before that. Well, he started as Kerwin White's caddy, who was Chavo Guerrero, was yeah. doing this weird gimmick. He was a caddy. Yeah, I've heard that on he podcast. Was, uh, and then, Spirit Squad guy prior to well, that. Well, that's too. true. Yeah, yeah he he was, that was that first. Nikki. And then after he broke off from the Kerwin White thing, he was just this guy that would be backstage in almost every single backstage segment that would just walk in and introduce people. Like, introduce them. Like, he just walk in, shake somebody. I'm Dolph Ziggler. Hey, nice to meet you. Yeah. And that that was it for oh. like two months. He did that before actually wrestling a match. So hmm. he was just a dude. Yeah, that was it. Okay, Dean Ambrose taking on Dolph Ziggler. Look at that. Another to tournament match to the uh, semifinals. Uh, this is a pretty good match as well. Uh, Ambrose pretty much they 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 were selling this that it was just two guys fighting for their right mm. to party. Slash <laughs> for the title. Well, it's double, it's it's double face match, match right? So in a double face match like this, the storyline can really want. only be of, oh, they just want to climb the the bracket and keep going in the tournament. And they went with, with Ziggler throwing everything he had at Ambrose, and Ambrose just kept kicking out, kicking out, and eventually uh, hit the dirty deeds and picks up the win. Yeah, funnily enough, as much as this one didn't have quite the spots the other one did, I actually enjoyed this as a full match more. Uh, I thought it was really, really good. Yeah, the other one's a little bit faster paced, more of a spot fest. Yeah. This one has better psychology of a long match. Mm-hmm. Right. This yeah. was, yeah, this was a, a like your classic kind of storytelling wrestling match. Yeah, and I think it had 
at least one commercial break in it where I feel like they probably. Okay, do they wrestle through the commercial breaks or do they like rest hold? I think you do a bit. Of... Sometimes they come back sometimes. with like, oh, they, you missed a fucking yeah, thing. You went flying to the outside. Like sometimes and they're like, oh, you missed this during the commercial break. And it's always like a momentum changing spot mm. where it's like, oh, and he went off the barricade. Yeah. Uh, I sometimes think, unless it's a huge story point or a huge spot, they don't even know when they're going to commercial break, the wrestlers. I think they know every time. The ref will be like, "Hey, we're out. Yeah, okay, we're back in." Yeah, I think the refs are like, "Boys, thirty seconds to commercial." Yeah, and then they so? take it to the corner, and then Michael Cole will go, "Oh, watch Ziggler battle for his tournament life against Dean Ambrose when we come back." And they're just working in the corner, or they're taunting, or looking at the camera. Or yeah, selling but, but a that's what I'm saying is a lot or... of the time they do do something like momentum shifting or. Like, they come back and it's like, oh, shit, something big happened there. That's weird that they didn't say that I think for that's TV. also planned, though, too, so that you can come back and be like... And now it's different. It's fresh. It's yeah. new. Because they've guess, always yeah. done that. Yeah. Always. Yeah, but I think, always. I think I'd rather see the spot than have the spot during you the commercial You see it break. anyway, though, yeah. right? Like, it's 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 either you watch all of the extra bullshit or you see the five-second second. replay of... I get what you're saying. Like, into the in steps. watching a full match and going, okay, here's the moment where it was like the TSN turning point. Right. But I get why they do it also for that. Like, you're watching, like, just a casual viewer is watching. You're like, oh, shit, the Miz is getting the shit kicked out of him. They cut to commercial, and then it comes back. You're like, wait, now the Miz is beating up Ziggler? How'd this happen? It is kind of dumb. Right? Yeah, it, it's dumb, but I get how it keeps someone from changing the channel. You, They come back, and you're like, oh, it's different now. Keeps you guessing. Keeps yeah. you on your toes, so to speak. Um, after the match, uh, Ambrose grabs a mic and says how he plans to throw out all the rules and improve WWE once he becomes champion, less talking, more action, and placing Michael Cole in a fish tank. I thought it was replacing him with a fish tank. Oh, I thought it was placing him. I, like, I think it was replacing. Yeah. Like, it's just I thought it was be... a callback to when he was in the cage. Oh, maybe. The the fish tank I'm pretty cage. sure it was replacing. I thought it was going to be yeah. just maybe. JBL, that's fish funny tank, yeah. Byron Saxton. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was hoping. And then okay. you said, oh, they're doing the fish tank thing again. I was like, did they ever do that? Did they just put a fish tank out there before? <laughs> oh. But now I see you were talking about the, his bubble. the coal mine. Either way. Yeah. The coal mine. Either yeah. way. It was a funny line. Yeah. Also, he I also like... wanted more pyro. Right. That's yeah. right. Pyro was a big sell for him. I like how uh, Ambrose, like right near the end of the match, went into overdrive. Like just with his chops and slaps, everything mm. into the dirty deeds. I, like you, I really felt like he had the momentum at the end there. Yep. Yeah, they're pushing him hard. It's he went into be... lunatic mode. I mean, kind of, but I guess we can talk about this later. We'll talk hey. about it after we got all our finalists. Uh, New Day comes out. They make fun of the Usos. They're chanting Us. Ow. Oh, that was fucking hilarious. Also, I'm really liking their thing. That kills me when they do that. I love that. I hope they don't wear it out. I hope they come out with something fresh. They seem to be pretty quick with their turnaround, right? The unicorn thing is gone already. They didn't do it at all this week. Uh, Biggie did it this week. Did they? Yeah, he did. Okay. And they did it, from what I've seen, they did it on main event as well. Mm. Okay. So I think it's... do it every once in a while to keep it something keep we do. Rotating. But, yeah. I mean, like they said, they've been around for one year with their one-year anniversary, mm-hmm. and New Day's been fresh more often than not. I can't believe they've oh, they've been around for a year already. Yeah, I know. Like, it feels That's like that gimmick is not that crazy. old. Yeah, it keeps um, it super fresh. Yeah. Yeah, they, they have evolved in their one year, whereas, like, you, we talked about this already, but you look at a guy like Roman Reigns who looks exactly the same as he did one year ago. In fairness, Big E looked exactly the same as he did for his first year before he evolved. True. So. That's a good point. Yeah. Um, Kofi, Kofi even longer than that. Yeah. <laughs> there was a sign in this match as they were cutting their promo, and it just said, where's Kofi's accent? Yep. And you could see them <laughs> clearly zoom in until they took that sign away and come back out. Like, they were <laughs> doing their very best 
to avoid that sign. I always which love is behind them. But. We spot a good sign, and then yeah. you're like, "Oh, where'd it go? Oh, they took it." The crowd was really good here. There was some yeah. funny things going on in this in this crowd yeah. throughout the night. This crowd is really hot for Raw. Yeah, for the most crowd. part, like they were a little quiet during Tyler Breeze, our truth. But for all the other like tournament matches, they've been really into it. Uh, New Day is taking on the team of Ryback with the Usos, and New Day picks up the win. Uh, when Ryback, they, they're making fun of him. Biggie kept doing the tap the side of the head, stupid thing, mm-hmm. making fun of him. Uh, and Ryback finally bra- uh, busts in there and attacks them all, causing the DQ. Then the New Day wins. Uh, but then, yeah, it, you have Ryback kind of run through all of them. And uh, he celebrates with the Usos. Yeah. So maybe this is kind of the start of the elimination tag. It very well could be. It, yeah, it could two be. More guy, four more guys in, two on each side. Team New Day versus Team Uso Ryback. Whoever, yeah, Dudley's on the USO team and prime time play. No, prime time players don't like the new day. Although it would be funny to have five black guys on there. <laughs> then Devon's like, funny, but Devon's like, did I get drafted <laughs> to the wrong team? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, who else would you put on that team? On the heel side, yeah, there's um, no other real heel tag teams. I know Bo Dallas. With sure. the new day, okay. yeah, that's okay. I've wanted that yeah. for a while. So okay, I'm and now we got to come up with one more. Lock up only Seth Rollins Heats wasn't hurt later. Sure, <laughs> <laughs> Alex Riley comes back. <laughs> also, I like my line Tyler from Breeze. this promo from the new day was Biggie. When life gives you booty, yep, you yep. make booty aid. Yeah, he's uh, they're they're killing it right now. Yep, they are good. Uh, backstage, Triple H talks to Cesaro about uh, the World Heavyweight Championship. Oh wait, wait! Before we get to that. Ryback destroyed everybody, but the Usos music played? Yeah, what the weird. hell? Yeah, that was, really weird. That was so that. weird. Yeah. We don't like Ryback's music. Meat on what? the table. <laughs> Some guy had the big finger going down to hit it, and Vince just grabbed his arm. Nope. And like, nope. Do the Usos. I like the Usos jam better. I gotta sell more of them t-shirts. It makes me dance. You just imagine <laughs> Vince backstage doing the little... He probably I'm sings it. I'm on top. <laughs> I love how every time you do Uso's music or their little war chant, <laughs> a whole lot of arm slapping going on. Who here. was it, Boris, who loved when you did that? Yeah, you just mumbled some random shit. <laughs> okay, Triple H tells Cesaro he has everything it takes to be champion, and thinks tonight is the night he grabs the brass ring, which is a little bit of a callback to the Vince McMahon Stone Cold podcast when he said. Cesaro can't grab the brass ring. Because he's Swiss. And because he's Swiss. Because he's Swiss, damn it. And the funny thing is, is that as we're watching this, Brando and I at our house, as we do, um, I'm saying he should say that he's going to grab the brass ring. And as I say, grab the brass ring, Triple H also says, grab the brass ring. It's very funny. Exact same time. He really puts Cesaro over in this. He's like, come on, bud. You know you're better than most of the guys in the locker room. You can do things that other people can't. It's all true. It's just that, yes. Just another example of Triple H being fucking, like, one of the only guys who can really say meaningful things on the Mm -hmm. microphone right now. That are pretty kind of true. Yeah. But also gets him heat for being true. Yeah. Boo, Triple H! (laughs) Get your shovel! Uh, Before his match with Cesaro, Roman Reigns comes out and talks about Triple H's offer from last week and says, there's only one problem with that. I don't sell out, and I never will. You can believe that. He mm. pretty much just re-upped on what happened yeah, last week. This was, that this or was dumb. I don't know. He 
beefy he rotates back and forth i think from the depends on the to dude the it's like john cena sometimes yeah. goes a little bit more rappy um, <laughs> when he gets really into sometimes it. that boston accent gets a little thicker sometimes he says the champ is here sometimes he says the champ is here <laughs> that's right same sort of thing coffee <laughs> coffee he had a cup of coffee in the big time all right um the match happens this is my match of the night. This is a really good match. Really, really, really good match. Um, Reigns picks up the win over Cesaro, um, but not not easily. No. Cesaro was hitting him with fight. everything he had. It's well-paced. Uppercuts, uppercuts, springboard, uppercuts. It was great. Warren was doing a good job of trying to convince me that Cesaro might win and keeping <laughs> me real on my toes with this match, despite saying, me going in. This is it. He's going to do it. Despite me going in this match being like, Warren, See, I love there's him. no way. I love Warren. Like, He has like the same little bit of like hope, and I, he definitely sees something in Cesaro because he's always kind of your guy in your pocket of like, Maybe they pull the trigger on it. Yeah. Maybe they pull on the Need trigger. Need someone to do something cool? You were like, Cesaro. <laughs> yeah, like you're, he's always your like utility player. And yeah. you were always like that with Dolph too. Like your your first right. favorite wrestler when I met you was Dolph Ziggler, and it was one of those things oh, where yeah. you would be part of all these matches. And this is when I didn't know Dolph Ziggler, and I would just be getting into watching wrestling mm. with Warren. I was still kind of getting the lay of the land from what WWE had become, and you would just keep losing. And it became very obvious soon that it was like this guy is one of the best wrestlers. In the WWE, but right. it's painfully obvious yeah. they're not going to do anything about like, it. For, for about a year, that was Warren's guy of like, you know who's going to be the guy to, aside from when he picked Brock Lesnar on a limb or whatever. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, Ziggler was a go-to guy for him for a while. Yeah. Very similar. I never even put that together, but they, yeah, they're both kind of similar in that they're really good wrestlers, but just won't ever get it's past that, that thing. fucking ceiling. Yeah, I mean, at least Ziggler has won some titles. Right. Yeah. And I would say Ziggler has a, a good were. number of uh, charisma points. More than right. Cesaro. Yeah. yeah. Oh, there's definitely times where I feel like they're like, uh, hey, let Ziggler talk his way to the ring. Why? Because he can. Yeah. Like That being said, I, I'm liking the, and he's been doing it for kind of a while, but he's he's really getting Cesaro with the, hey, like it's a very European, yeah. just the way he kind of, hey, hey, like, I don't know. It's, yeah. it's a fun He's thing getting it over. Happen. I like on commentary here, JBL's like, oh, you should try lifting someone like that at home. And then quickly, Michael Cole's like, <laughs> don't do it. Don't home. actually <laughs> leave it to the pros in the ring. He's just like hitting JBL. Don't yeah. you do that at home. Like the second, probably halfway through the sentence, yeah. Vince is like, no, no, no. God, play the disclaimer, damn it. <laughs> it's the same thing with at one point they're hucking the network and they're like, oh, you can get Survivor Series for $9.99. And Byron Saxon has that piece oh, of paper. God. And he starts and he's, dancing. And he's dancing with it. And I swear to God, someone in his headset says, Byron, keep dancing. Someone's loving it. Yeah. And he, then he gets really jinked. And then they're like, it. don't smile, though. Yeah. Don't smile. And then like he's like, oh, okay, just boogie with it a little bit. Nah. And like, I hate you, Byron Saxon. I hate you so I much. I kind of hate Byron Saxon a little bit, too. That didn't help his cause at no! all. No! I'm like, put the paper down. Yeah. It's the same thing when Vince I'm sure he was uh, fed his lines about Nick Bockwinkle, and he very well might know more about Nick Bockwinkle than we do. But like JBL, I would hope so. JBL like looks over at him and is like got this such a condescending little smile of like, "You're full of shit right now, kid." Yeah. Um, that being said, Cesaro, maybe the reason—well, not the only reason, but maybe another reason why they don't want to push him—is because he makes everyone look so fucking good that he wrestles. So he's this guy that can get a guy over by losing and mm, making him yeah. look really good in that fashion. Oh, like the internet was like, Roman Reigns looked great tonight. Match of the night. Like everybody unanimously you can thought get that it was either this or Neville Owens was yeah. people's match of the nights, it seemed. And same thing with Dolph, 
right? He bumps so good, so he's going to be a yeah. forever jobber. Like, there was he... one of those things with Dolph is, like, you'd see he'd be in a match with someone, and you're like, cool, how many finishers can he eat and sell, <laughs> right? Like, because he's a, a master at yeah. it. It turns out a lot. Quite a few. Uh, squash match alert. Dudley boys defeat the Ascension. Uh, so it's kind of the, uh, don't forget the Dudley boys are yeah, here, and now they're here. winners again they're instead of being uh, losers. Yeah, they've been gone for like two, three weeks Yeah, now? Yeah, they've been on team for like two weeks, it feels. You start rebuilding them for uh, TLC, right? You got to get them hot for TLC. because yeah. I think Or this elimination gonna... match if they're going to put them in there. Sure, 20 seconds the into minute. this match I... on TV, there's a We Want Tables chat. I'm like, just yeah, let's just get DQ'd yeah. right off the get-go, oh, fans. I'd rather have those, uh, instead of having the Dudleys in that match, I'd rather have those spots open to guys like Cesaro and Ziggler, like guys who, like I want good yeah, workers in that five on five. If you're not going to build it at all, especially if it's going to be a longer match where you're like it's a good couple minutes in between each elimination yeah. kind of thing. Like this should I be would rather have guys who carry it like Cesaro and Ziggler and your than Dudley's. And, yeah. Although in terms of carrying a match here, my God, did Devon look good in this quick squash match? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You got yes. a hot tag. You got in all the offense. I don't know if it's just because I'm so used to seeing Cena's, but I think Devon's shoulder block looks really dumb. <laughs> like it looks like he's just he like it, torpedoing yeah. face down, like he doesn't know where the guy is, and it's it's fine. Like it works. It's not like it's it's any worse or better, but mm. it just looks funny. The way he does it yeah. is very strange. Yeah, it's yes. very much a blind eye. Yeah, it's le- like John Cena goes almost straight up. With it, like he's yeah. like and flying yeah. through the air. Like John Cena is very football esque. Like you yeah. see a linebacker just knocking a guy up straight. Yeah, Devon is it's like, like a, a missile. Like that yeah. never gets it's very high like, off the ground. Or a desperation like tackle. Yeah. Seamus is like over the yeah. top rope one that yeah. he does, which makes sense like that. that his would be that way, right? Because he's going over the top rope. Yeah. Where has Seamus been? Seen Seamus? You just keep him in the back of your mind, so that when he cashes in, it's impactful. It's not going to be impactful at all. No. It's going to suck big time. Uh, Renee Young is interviewing Zeb Coulter and uh, Alberto Del Rio Zeb backstage. Coulter, the Coulter, coolest, the coolest of the turs. Uh, Triple H comes up and says the two of them are strong, and with the right allies, Alberto could become the man. Fucking Coulter called her Raylene. Look here, Raylene. That's pretty good. Just off the get go, I, mi- I miss that, but yeah, that's really yeah, good. That <laughs> Just good. doesn't know her name. Think that's really. Funny. They have actually a really funny back and forth. Him and Renee. Yeah, because it's very like the one time it, where he was just like, "Oh, that's enough questions." Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. Uh, Del Rio defeats. Oh, we didn't even talk about this. Hmm. Kalisto beat Ryback on SmackDown last right. week. Right. Yeah. What an upset. We, that we were was recording the, one... the podcast last week, and that was the one that I knew that I wanted to talk about. Yeah. So when we were doing the predictions, I was like, "All right, yeah." Yeah. But I, good on you, Brenda, for not having. The I know because I was telling I was telling Warren I was on the phone with my mother uh, at the time because as any good uh, living on his own, uh, fresh out of home, I was asking her a question about cooking. Mm. Um, what do I set the oven to? It was I think literally that exact question. I didn't know what temperature I was supposed to bake a potato at or something. Anywho, um, I uh, was on the phone. She's kind of telling me, and I'm like, yep, 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 and I'm kind of keeping an eye on SmackDown because I have it planned, and then. He hit that Salido del Sol off the top rope and pinned him. And my mom was just saying stuff, and I was literally like jaw open watching it happen. <laughs> and then he got the pin. I was like, "Okay, you got to go back and tell me everything again because <laughs> something dumb just happened in wrestling." Yeah. I mean, it makes sense because Del Rio is the guy, and you wanted to kind of, but they didn't even really capitalize on that aspect. The in Mexico, this match. Mexico thing, yeah, yeah no, because no, Del is... Rio sandbags all the lucha spots when he does like he did the same thing to Sin Cara, mm. like when he does the springboard stuff. 
Del Rio just pushes him in the back. Stands there. Yeah, like Del Rio sandbags those also, spots. Also, he took his mask off in this match, so. It was fucking ridiculous. That's like the third time. He did it once to Sin Cara, once to Rey Mysterio, and now he's done it to Kalisto. I think this too. is the worst oh, one, too. Oh, he did too. it to Kalisto, too, here? Oh, I have to go back and check How did that. you miss it? I don't know. I, uh, ADR it was, match? It, it was, was like big. on the corner, and like he was like literally sitting on the turnbuckle, and he went to fake it, and literally just went whoop, and took it right off. <laughs> yeah. And then had to like. Awkwardly he had to put, put it, on it him. back on him, <laughs> and then the ref finally steps in and like distracts the camera so that they can get the camera on, oh, so he can God. readjust his fucking, fucking. I don't know why ADR real. always pulls on the hoods. Like, exactly, like that's the thing is that he's done this in the past. Like I double he, checked it last night. He's done it to two other guys. Like Ryback Same might thing. be a little bit weirder of a match in terms of Ryback versus Kalisto, but at least Ryback knows not to do that. Yeah, yeah Ryback and Kalisto had a good match on SmackDown. Uh, yeah. Yeah, That's and like with saying. Ryback not turning on him and then putting his hand up or whatever, I think it made Kalisto look even stronger on SmackDown. Yeah, yeah it was good. Uh, Del Rio picks up the win with uh, his little corner double fucking stomp terrible match. thing. That wasn't great. Yeah. Not great at all. Uh, your final four are Ambrose, Owens, Reigns, Del Rio. All right. Nice. Uh, your main event segment of the night is a contract signing between Paige and the WWE Divas champion, Charlotte. How crazy is this? That like, it's that the this main happened. event segment on the Go Home Show for a pay-per-view? Yeah. You're, yeah. Like, you're giving them, ma- like, when was the last time girls got main event? I can literally yeah, not can't remember the last, last time, time girls. they got this segment. Yeah. Yeah, no. Match I mean, or no match. And you were saying, like, well, it's, uh, it's too bad it's not a match, which I agree with. Mm-hmm. But it's almost crazier that it's a segment. True. Because it's like, no, we believe in this story that much. Yeah. Not even just their wrestling ability. Uh, Michael Cole is in the ring. Because apparently Stephanie is just not around anymore. I thought for sure this is going to be Stephanie out here doing it. Yeah, this. I could definitely see Steph trying to put herself in this spot. Uh, he asks, what happened to their friendship? Paige says there never was a friendship, and she had to teach Charlotte a lesson. Uh, they go back and forth arguing. Charlotte eventually starts crying, which mm-hmm. can't have a Charlotte promo unless she cries. That's you can't have a flare promo. That's true. Yeah. Um, it was early too. You like you heard her voice crack on her first once, sentence, and I'm like, and "Don't like, oh, you? This don't, is it. Don't, don't, don't play this card. Yeah. Don't go down this road." Um, Charlotte gets emotional and brings up her late brother Reed Flair, who is her inspiration to fight each and every day. And uh, Paige eventually says, "It's ironic because Reed didn't have enough fight in him to survive." And Charlotte uh, loses it, attacks Paige, and they do the pull apart, and that's the end of it. Was it Reed Flair they were talking about? Oh, I was going to say, it wasn't David? David didn't die. Oh. David's still alive. David's still alive? Yep. Oh. I think so. Uh, yep, maybe not. <laughs> Always I, good to I fact have check not heard list. anything. <laughs> but, yeah, no, I, I'm sure it was Reed, 100%. Okay. Yeah, no, David's still alive. 36. Okay. I was going to say, I was like, I, I say, hope David Flair didn't die. I was going to say, when uh, I was like, when Paige goes, oh, your brother didn't have enough fight in him, I was like, yeah, David Flair did suck in WCW. I think I said David Flair when we were watching, too. Mm. But I knew it wasn't David Flair because I was like, the one I know, the, the one Flair name I know uh, of his kids is the one that is still alive and did the uh, WrestleMania And you think stuff. Charlotte looks like her father. Good God. David? David looks exactly yes. like her father. Yeah. I what remember. did you guys think of this comment used here? Uh, didn't think that they had earned the right to do it, and it kind of sat poorly with me i don't mind when wrestling uh uses real life stuff as long as all parties are cool with it i think that's some of the best things about the attitude era um wrestling in general 
uh, WCW, some of the coolest stuff was like, hey, that's something that's going on in real life right now. Like, DDP is really going through a divorce or whatever. Um, I think as long as all the parties are okay with it, and from what I've seen, Mama Flair didn't know that this those yeah. comments were going to fly. I saw that as well. So... But that being said, it's not like Paige went out there and did this all on her own. Like, Charlotte would have known Char- about I feel it. Like no, I think, yeah, yeah. De- definitely. I feel it was like fun. Charlotte opened the emotional box up. Like, she could have kept it being just a promo or whatever in the business. Now, this is just kayfabe characters I'm talking here. Yeah. But she went and talked about her family first and got all choked up. What, how's Paige supposed to respond to that, right? They are clearly trying to make Paige... Like, some sort of heel. CM Punk-ish. I hate having to say that, but, like, the, that she says whatever the hell she wants to She's say. She's supposed to be, like, the matter. pipe bomber. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm trying to think of a Page word that bomb. isn't outspoken or whatever. Yeah, she just says whatever the fuck she wants to say, and that's kind of what they're going for. She and they're shoot. trying to make She's her the, the heel of all heels by like saying something like that. I think that there has not been nearly enough building up to this. Like, this is something yeah, it was that out if of the you, blue. Yeah, if yeah. you have a great story and these two have a rivalry that's going on and on, and this is how you set up like the big one. Yeah, then maybe I get it. Or have but video I was like, packages of her training and looking at a picture of her brother, like like that style of dude. she's doing all of this for her brother, right? But it as was, opposed to just randomly bringing yeah. him up on a Monday Night Raw after nothing. Like, how much of that audience do you think even knew that, A, she had a brother, and, yeah. B, that he passed away? Yeah. Uh, That's wait, the, the, my biggest They're problem. in South Carolina? Uh, It was in Car- A, Carolina. Yeah, South Carolina. That's where they're from. North Carolina, aren't they? Charlotte, North Carolina. I, I thought she, in the promo, goes, I was just a South Carolina girl, I and you were the bad ass. Carolina girl. Oh, just A, Carolina. Okay. I'm pretty sure they're from North Carolina. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. One of them's Flair Country. One of them's not. <laughs> Might as well be the same place. Ric Flair is from Memphis. <laughs> Memphis, Tennessee. Right, as we all thought. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think it's Jerry Lawler who's from North Carolina. Yes, that's um, that's where he was born. I thought yeah. Jerry Lawler was from Memphis. He is. That was the joke. That was the oh. joke. Yeah. Thank you. Um, <laughs> Meh. <laughs> it's not funny. It wasn't even a good <laughs> Just joke. Just sandbag it really yeah. hard. Uh yeah, I didn't uh this this I didn't love it when it happened and the more I kind of sat there and thought about it, I was like, why like why do that huge thing that that yeah. should be like a one in a million thing in wrestling that you break out um and you do it on something where I was like, this has kind of been a shitty build anyway. Like Paige was like a yeah. bad guy and then not a bad guy and now a bad guy, and now it's like they're trying to they're trying to accelerate as fast <laughs> as they can to get this up to for that time, they we were unsure if you were a heel or not. We got to make you a full fucking heel now. I, uh, I, I didn't, I didn't hate it that yeah. they that they did that. It just that it didn't really, like it didn't, it, it doesn't make me want to see this match anymore. Like it, it did nothing for me, right. kind of thing. Like I think I saw Lance Storm was tweeting. I thought, well, of course Lance Storm was tweeting. He tweets all the time, mm. uh, but he said something along the lines of. Comes, it comes down to whether or not yeah. you like having you like that real stuff life, or you whether, don't like it. And yeah, if whether you do you like, like it, then that was great. If you don't like it, you hate it. Yeah. Right? Like, that's that's just what I have the quote written down here, actually. Did you get the tweet? Yeah. Uh, it, it all comes down to whether or not you like pro wrestling to imitate real life or you like it not to. So, basically, yeah. if you want it to be completely kayfabe characters or, hey, that's a real life dude and something that happens in his real life might come onto this show and be part of a storyline. Mm. Yeah. That's a fair point. Like if but that's... I, I totally agree with you too, Brando, in that, that if you're going to do something like this, have more of a build-up to it instead of just yeah. throw it that out should be, there. That should be your, your threw your it ace. out and it felt not random, but you were just like, whoa, that was out of left field. Yeah. 
right? And I have no problem with stuff like this in wrestling as long as everyone is cool, more or less with it. And I think maybe the family should have been notified, but who knows? Yeah, I, I mean, didn't think I didn't think it was great when they were doing it with Eddie either, because that was the first place they went after Eddie's death. Right. And granted, yeah. that one was like right after his death, so that one Ray felt even worse. And... Oh, was maybe, it? I thought maybe it was Orton. There was oh, yeah, a lot of either. stuff after Eddie, like Chris Benoit. Orton was the one who and... did. Dean Malenko came out and just had a sign that was like "Rest in Peace, Eddie," and had like mm-hmm. the years. So they like it was very well acknowledged. No, I more meant like specifically in, oh, story after stuff. him as a heel. Yeah, oh, like, okay. like being like because I think it was Orton here. who said Eddie's in hell. Yeah, like yeah. Right. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. Where I was like, this what? This, no, you fuck off <laughs> with that shit. Eddie's a goddamn saint. Randy, go take out the trash. At what point can we? At what point does Charlotte? move away from her family and become her own person. Never. Like, we went Never. through Ric Flair now, and now we're on to her brother problems. Like, Never. are we just doing this to remove her? Or I bet you it will lessen a little bit, but I bet you she'll always be Ric Flair, or uh, Charlotte Flair, Ric Flair's daughter. Yeah. Like, I think that will Same always with, like, be Same with, like, Natty, it'll her. always be like, oh, yeah. there's Natty of the Hart family, right? Great wrestling lineage. And for a good portion of time, the Hart Foundation, like, they, Bret Hart was coming out with her for a bit there on TV's. And whatnot, right? Mm-hmm. TVs, TVs everywhere. The TVs. The TVs. Not at Raw, though. They only have the one TV. That's the one. That is true. Kevin, Kevin Owens, Owens was, was using, using it yeah. this week. Had it booked. Uh, studs and duds. Who you got? Oh, shit. I forgot Neville, to do this every time. Owens, and Cesaro. Three guys. I think Roman Reigns could debatably be in there as well. Mm-hmm. But those three guys, for all the in-ring stuff they did this week, blew me away. Yeah, those two matches are my studs. Yeah, those are, are phenomenal. Uh, only dud this week, Ryback. Because he didn't do anything in his match. Mm-hmm. I mean, there was a main event dark match that was the Wyatt family versus Roman Reigns, yeah. Cesaro, Ambrose, and Ziggler. Ryback wasn't even in that. So, why'd you come to TV? I agree. No, uh, my dad was Del Rio. My stud was uh, Cesaro. I went with, uh, for my dad, Tyler Breeze. Oh, no. I just Poor thought Tyler. this was a dumb, like, dumb At least he won way it. to use him. <laughs> yeah, he's true. one, he's fair one point. and one. Fair point. But, yeah. Have him do his VIP. If you don't have a storyline progression, just have him to sit in the VIP backstage. Because right when he came out, video. we were saying, oh, I wonder if he's coming out to VIP yeah. Ziggler's match. Yeah. but Yeah. Uh, Good no, point. Not the case. Uh, did either of you two fine gentlemen, before we get to the emails, watch the Legends with JBL part one? I did. Or I watched both parts, actually. As... Or both parts out or any? Uh, on, uh-huh. Yeah, they should be. Because okay. all of the stuff is there. Like Undertaker's gravest matches. Yeah. All that shit is there. Uh, I've watched both panels and a little bit of the gravest matches. I think that is the coolest form for Legends with JBL, having a panel of three people and JBL who, talking about someone they all were in a locker room with was amazing. They went through everything of like talking about the character and how much it means in wrestling uh, to do like fun stuff of like, hey, trying to get him to laugh in the locker room. He won't crack a smile. What do you owe me money? Yeah. Yeah. Stuff like that. What do you owe me money? Go get Sean back in here. That's a great line. Uh, yeah, I thought it was really, really good. I don't want to talk too much about it because, I mean, you can just watch it and watch it for yourself. Yeah, it was great, though. I thought it was a really cool way to do it and have everyone reflect on it. Well, I mean, that panel was was the, the three best guys you could have got for yeah. that, too, right? And, like, it was kind of funny how Triple H was still corporate but not super corporate in it. Like, at one time when they talked about, like, oh, we were going across overseas to go wrestle for the military— 
And then Triple H is like just chimes in. He just name drops what the actual organization's name is, right? Yeah. And then just goes back into fun story. But he's like, oh, yeah, that's uh, Miracles for blank, blank, right? Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, that's neat that he's still the suit, but was still able to be yeah. like, oh. That's because that's not his character. That's legitimately Triple H yeah. being like, he's, it is in my best interests. Yeah, to keep us like, as the COO of this company, not as the guy who plays the COO yeah. of this company. But then he would talk about stuff where he was like, oh, when I started dating Stephanie, the first person in the locker room I told, aside from Sean, was Undertaker because I knew he'd give me straight good advice. Mm-hmm. Old Taker, the matchmaker. It's Undertaker week. Matchmaker Taker. Uh, yeah, watch that. It's good. Okay, we're going to take a quick break, and then we will come back and uh, read some emails, and then... Are we doing picks? Go, yeah, and then we'll do picks, and then we'll go home. Are we doing NXT? NXT? And then we're also going to do NXT. How about we do NXT? Right now, we're going to take a break. NXT first. We're going to take a break, and then we'll come back and tell you what we're going to do. All right. Welcome to Intermission. Intermission. Okay, so we have decided that we're going to talk about NXT right now, as well as every week. We we, we did it last week because we had some time, and now... It's a segment every week. That's right. I don't know how much, how much time we're going to be spending on it, but our show is already um, 10 to debatably too long. We're, we're getting better. Yeah, we're we cutting have. down we're... the notes on the raw to make that go by a little quicker. But, mm-hmm. anyways, um, it was a pretty good red end. Okay, episode is the word I was trying to say, That's but the then one. I got rendition, and it became endition uh, of NXT this week, leading up to next week slash tomorrow. Where there's going to be a title match. Title so, matches the past three weeks. Is, yeah, NXT. title yeah. match last week. Title Every match week. this week. Title match next week. Yeah, everyone gets a title match. Uh, let's go down the card, shall we? Sure thing. Uh, first up, we had uh, what was supposed to be a match between uh, Baron Corbin and right. uh, Ty Dillinger. The perfect ten, Ty Dillinger. Yes, I'm a fan of his. I like that perfect ten. You like gimmick. that ten gimmick? It's not bad. It's I haven't bad. really seen enough of it yet. Me either. That's no. why I'm kind of like, true. I, I think Ty Dillinger is a good worker. I like the idea of that. You gimmick, like, I guess. Yeah, yes. like with the whole like flashing your hands yeah. up with the ten thing, getting the chance. Is he doing well or is he just jobbing to everyone? He kind of went barely, away for a bit. He's didn't barely he? on NXT yeah. TV. Okay. He was in a tag team for a bit, there. and then he just kind of disappeared. And yeah. this is the first time I've seen him in a long time. Yeah, he hasn't been on NXT TV in a couple months. Yeah. I want to say he's well, not horrible, but he didn't even get to work here because Apollo Cruz comes out and attacks Baron Corbin. Pro, continuing their feud. You're going to say right. Pearl Harbor's him? I was going to say prolonging, yeah. No. I, but I, he did Pearl Harbor him. <laughs> um, yeah, this is, I mean, it was an all right start. Yeah. It was hot. Like, you want to see these guys go at it. It's it's building. Right? I think this could be a cool feud if done right. I agree. I completely agree. I think it's going to be a really good match. Especially because mm-hmm. I'm not very interested in anything Baron Corbin does. He's growing on me a little bit. Like, not in the way a lot of the NXT guys do. But in a way that he seems like one of the only NXT guys that I'm like, I'm I will look forward to cheering against you as a heel. Is that is that you think breaking ground plays into that at all? Uh, because he is a dick. Because in he real seems life. like an asshole. Yeah, right. it probably helps. Yeah. yeah. But I was kind of getting there before I ever watched Breaking Ground too. True. But, I did not like yes. him for that reason before that show. Right. I thought he was boring before. 
that. Yeah. Now I'm like, oh, okay, you ride a motorcycle and you're kind of a douche. <laughs> but I don't even care. Like, the boring thing is a, is obviously a problem and something you'll have to work on, but he seems like an easy guy not to cheer for, whereas even yeah. the heels on NXT, you're like, oh, I wish I could, like, I wish that guy was a face. I want, like, a yeah, guy. it's like Samoa That guy Joe, seems like, like he's going to be a fan favorite. Boo, you attacking Finn. But I still like you underneath it all, right? right? Like yeah. Baron Corbin, when you boo him, you're genuinely fucking. He's got that dislikability. Yeah, that the WWE very... really needs in a heel. That's he's good. got that. He's got a good face just to hate. Yeah. So that on that, so I'm liking him for that stuff. Mm-hmm. I know he's not one of the stronger workers, but he does what he does well. Like yeah. he's not trying he does to over that quick squash monster spot really easy. Yeah, and that finisher, if sold well, is fucking great. End of days. Yeah, that's yeah. yeah, pretty um, cool. Next up, we got uh, Bailey and the Hype Bros uh, taking on Alexa Bliss and Blake and Murphy. The Hype Bros. Yes, that's the. God, I hate that. That is so dumb. It's Mojo, Mojo, and 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 Ryder. And Ryder. Uh, my highlight of this was the crowd going, "Hey, we want some, some Bailey." Yeah. That's so that was good. good. I love. They got that. great chance at NXT. Yeah, I th- we when watching this, I decided that seeing NXT in full sale is going on my bucket list. Oh really? Cool. I want to go down there because I think that'd be the fucking. Do you have a physical bucket list? Greatest. Uh, physical list? No. Yeah. Oh, okay. But I know what's on metaphorical. It. Yes. Yeah. It's like, very short. You know, list and I'm not going to ask what it is, but do you know everything that's? <laughs> you know everything that's on it. Like, like if I said what's on your bucket list, you could give me yes. all the ones and not have to yeah. think. Okay. It's very short. There's okay. like five things on it. Okay. That's like Perfect. me with PWG. I'm like, I gotta go to Reseda mm-hmm. and see it in that small little venue. Yeah. Yeah. See, my, my problem with my bucket list is it's, like, kind of so many things where it's like, oh, yeah, that's on my bucket list. Oh, yeah, that's on my bucket mm. list. Oh, yeah, that's on my bucket was list. Was going to Oregon and being on the field level, was that on there? Uh, Not really. I didn't, no? like, oh. going to Oregon was something I knew I would get around to, and it wasn't like, oh, I got to do that before yeah. I die. Like, I kind of, at the time I wanted to do it, I went and did it. Oh, okay. So it didn't have time to be on my bucket list. Mm. It was that's the thing about having money. Back then, I had a lot of money. <laughs> I had a really good job and yes. literally no bills. So I was just like, oh, I got a fucking lots of money. I'm going to go to Oregon. Travel places. Now I have a house to keep. Yep. There will be no traveling. No, sir. Until um, we go to WrestleMania at some point. Bailey and the Hype Bros uh, win this match, uh, and Alexa Bliss runs off with the title during it. The right. NXT Women's Championship. Uh, Bailey also gave the belly to Bailey to. One of the dubstep guys. Blake. A man. Yeah. She hit a man. Right. Should have been a DQ. You should have been a DQ. But no, no. 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 Well. It was an um, alright match. I, I I don't know how I feel. I think Alexa Bliss is great. Yeah. I just don't know how I feel about the the dubstep guys. I can tell you I like Blake and Murphy a hell of a lot more than I like the hype bros. I like, okay, I sure. Like, if you were gonna That's be a low like, bar to say. Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah, but yes. Bring one of the two tag teams up and put them in the tag division. I think Blake and Murphy will get over or get heat. As the dubstep guys, they have yeah, a good look. Yeah, that's true. At least they look good. Like when they come out of the team, Zack Ryder and Mojo Riley, I look at them and I'm like, oh, you guys were just paired together. And like you guys became yeah. friends or you're making yeah. it work as best he- as you can. But at least when you see them, like it reminds me of kind of like an Edge and Christian or like a tag team where they wear They ma- look similar. Yeah, where like, they got that yeah. similar look. Yeah. Yeah. And they look true. like, oh, yeah, you guys like grew up together and are a tag team now. Yeah. Want to dom- yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's true. It reminds me of Hawkins and Ryder. When they were the major yeah. bros. And again, easier guys to hate than a lot of the tag teams down there. So True. Um, they just kind of seem a little bit douchebaggery. Yes. Yes, they do. I love Alexa Bliss, though. My she's goodness. Great. I'm, she's, I'm she's in love with her. Real good, real good talent. Yes. Ready for more? Yep. Nia Jax squashes. Almost literally. Almost literally. Well, li- quite literally, yeah, literally she did squash her. She did. Uh, Diana. Diana? 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 New girl that's been signed. Yes. Yeah. 
Because I think last week when you said whoever she beat was like Indy, that's someone they've signed. They're feeding like mm. actual under contract people to Naya. Good. So, well, good. good for her. Yeah, she's beating people. They're getting entering experience. How do you guys feel about Nia Jax? You guys on that wagon? You not uh, on that wagon? I'm not sold yet, but I think obviously the sky's the limit if they can find an interesting she's way got, to use her. She's got a lot of work to do. She needs to learn the WWE, the WWE way of doing things. Her promo is going to need a little bit of work too. Mm. She's not quite there yet, but I, I think they're also transitioning her to like still try and find out whether she is face or heel. Like she kind of yeah. has started as a face, but she hasn't really done anything. And to she's already seeming a little heelish, right? Yeah. Well, so I think once she shows, picks a side, I think it'll be a lot easier. The NXT house shows she was tagging with Eva Marie, so she was originally a heel mm. in terms of them just being like, "Go work with this girl and be her bodyguard or whatever." Right. For yeah. her. The other thing is, is, is for women, uh, she's going to be very, very hard to work with because yeah. there is more. Male superstars are more able to do things like strength spots and stuff with their bigger male counterparts. Like yep. you see, you will see Cesaro do some power spots to Big Show. You're going to be hard pressed to see many divas do power spots to Nijax. Yep. Yeah. Like she is proportionately so much bigger. I can only see right now, at least, like maybe Natty could do some pickup slams to her. And I mean, like nothing huge, right. but it'd be like just body slam, just like yeah, yeah just scoop, basic scoop sure. slam, or yeah. maybe maybe suplexes. But that's with Nia bumping and jumping. Yeah, so we'll see. It's uh, yeah. I mean, it's kind her of music's like music's cool. Uh, I actually don't like, like her I music at all. And, what? I actually don't like her music. Oh, at Oh, really? All. Yeah. I think it needs to be meaner. Yeah, people say it's too like poppy Lady Gaga esque. Yeah. It needs to be more of a like yeah intimidating. If this was her like face music. Yeah, sure. But yeah, yeah. And that might change. Too. Like, You're right. You'd want her to have someone like like Amazing Kong almost. Yeah. Like very like without doing the basic King Kong movie theme, but you mm. wanted someone like that. Yeah, I agree. Uh next up we got probably the moment of the show. Dash and Dawson win the tag team titles yeah. from the Vaughn villains. That's I kind of felt okay. like this was happening the whole time they were wrestling. Yeah. I was like, this is, this, I think they're going to flip them here because the Vaughn mm-hmm. villains is always, have always, and I like them, but they've always come off as kind of the tradi- or, uh, transitional champions where it's like, yeah. oh, you took the belts off the Ascent. Mm-hmm. Was it the Ascension? Yeah. They took them off? No, it was Blake and Murphy they took them off. Yeah, they took it off Blake yes. and Murphy. That's um, true. And it was like, when they had those belts, I was like, you guys just don't seem like you're going to be the long term yeah. solution in yep. the tag team division. And then as soon as like you hear Edge and Christian saying the things they said about Dash and, uh, and Dawson. And uh, it was kind of like clicking in my head where it's like, I bet you the WWE is getting behind these guys. Yeah. I bet you they're putting the rocket on these guys. Yeah. So and I wasn't I mean, surprised. Well deserved. Oh, yeah. I, I, mean, I think they're great. As soon as that dusty tag team tournament was there, and as soon as they beat the Villains in like the tournament bracket, I was like, those are probably going to be your next champions. Not in the sense that they beat the champs, just really seemed like they were strapping the NXT rocket to the mechanics. Yeah. Yeah. They're not called the mechanics. Are they? Yeah, they are. Are they? They Actually, did that they... for like one week, and they haven't. Are they not? I think that's like their subtitle. I don't. Maybe. It's like they haven't. They didn't reference it this entire it's Dash episode. Dash and Dawson yeah. is the name of the team, the mechanics. But it's not like making their way to the rings, the hype bros. They don't announce it like yeah. that. It's because yeah. the a... mechanics was the Arn Anderson gimmick, right? In WCW. No, that's just what they're being called. Oh, like, okay. Just, I, thought, just... I thought he was actually called the mechanics. I don't believe so. I thought Arn Anderson's name was the Enforcer. Uh, well, not. I thought that was the tag team name. Oh, I know Arn okay. Anderson was the enforcer, but I don't know. Uh, yeah, might have I, to I fact check that. that. I don't think. Uh, Show our I, ignorance. Yeah, because the Anderson brothers are just part of the Horsemen. Like, nothing comes up when I type in WCW the mechanics. Good. So. 
Other if than, anyone's going to have than, a gimmick, just call them mechanic. It's a good, it's the a good mechanics name. in WCW versus NWO Nitro are really good is something that comes up. Yeah. What so, about yeah, Spark these, Pug Bob Holly? <laughs> that would have been good. Uh, yeah, Dash and uh, they got them listed on this pro wrestling wiki that seems as reliable as anything else I look at uh, as the mechanics. Yeah, Dawson I think it, and Wilder. That's I a good name it, for him. Yeah, I like it too. Yeah, it's yeah. good. And I, I even think Dash and Dawson like That's rolls good, off the tongue really easy too. Except I always can't remember Dash Wilder. Which one is his last name? Originally, <laughs> I wrote Dawson. Yeah. The team's name was Dawson and Wilder, and I was like, "That's not right." Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, yeah, they won the titles. I bet you they're the long-term champs for a while because I think NXT likes to do long-term champions more than. The, the quick little reign card. that the VOD villains had. Yeah. Yeah. They were definitely transition champions. Yeah. Uh, last up, we got uh, Samoa Joe cutting a promo. Explains himself. Yes. Mm-hmm. He answers the why Finn wise. Right. And it was like, a, it, the way he did it was like, you listen to what he's saying, you're like, yeah, okay. Like, the, that that kind of makes sense. Everything like, was yeah. like, in terms of wrestling sense, it all made sense of like, I'm, you're supposed to be my friend. You said that you'd give me the title shot. And you let William Regal just make it like make that yeah. battle royale happen. That's bull, Finn. You're like, all right, that's pretty cool. But he he'll still get heat from some people for whining and bitching about it, right? Yep. Like mm. it's it's a way to kind of still keep them face in a loose term for him, but it's still And when Samoa Joe yeah. goes, I deserve an NXT title shot, if you know anything about wrestling, you're like, Yeah. Yeah, like you, you pretty much do, Joe. Arguably deserves more than Joe, just you, an NXT title Joe, if you came but... to the main roster and you're like, I'm going for the Intercontinental sure. title, yep. nobody would bat an yep. eyelash. Go for it. Uh, yeah, I mean, this is okay, too. I mean, that yep. match would be really good, too, this I think. Is the, uh, this is the next step. That's this what everybody wants thing. is Balor versus Joe. Mm-hmm. Like, everybody mm-hmm. on the internet seems to want that. And I bet, you that, too. I bet you that goes more than one special. You think so? Yeah, yeah, I think that'll be like a best of three or yeah, something. Whether it's a DQ or Finn wins or something, I think they'll keep going after that. Yeah, I think they deserve more than one special. I should say. Yes. Sure. Uh, Those are guys who you'd hope would have like twenty-five to thirty minutes in a main event, just because they can get yeah. on the house. Yeah. Well, and you look at like kind of the feuds Cesaro and uh, uh, Zayn had in NXT, where it was like. Would they do two or three matches? They did three matches. One, one of them was, was the best, best two of three. Or three. Yeah. Falls. And it was like, that's for a feud of that magnitude, that's the kind of thing you want to mm-hmm. see. You want to see not just a one off. Yep. That's all I got. That's NXT. Cool. All right. There's um, another one tomorrow. Yeah, that'll be good too. That's uh, We'll get Bliss and Bailey for the women's title. title. Yeah. Think the title flips, boys? No. No, no. no. I agree. No, 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 no. Not yet, anyways. Then next week we can't believe it when it happened. They have a lot. I think they have a lot invested in Bailey as being I agree. the face of NXT women's yeah. for a mm-hmm. while. Like I don't think they, with all the other girls being gone yeah, right when now, they all yeah. moved on. They moved on because they had Bailey. I don't think Bailey can like move right on now. It's Alexa Bliss's time to step up and be the next either like right. Sasha Banks or Becky Lynch in terms of like, hey, you're you're the number two or number three girl because God knows even Marie's gonna be knocking at the door. Fuck, I'll root her thin. Ugh. She's an attractive young woman, at least. Sure. She's like a real nice lady. All right, let's do predictions for... Survivor Series. Thank you. I was going to say Hell in a Cell. Oh. Call me Mike Mizanin. No. For Over the Edge. Let's call all the pay-per-views Hell in a Cell. <laughs> Except for Hell in a Cell. <laughs> right. Call that one Vengeance. <laughs> for Breaking Ground. For Battleground or some shit. Yes. Uh, okay. Where should we start? Tournament? What? How, how do you guys want to handle the five-on-five? I, I, I think there's, there's nothing, too many pieces. If there's to be nothing away announced, points. I don't think we should pick on it. 
You think we should just leave it? If they announce it before, do you want to do like we'll tweet? On yeah, our we'll picks tweet. We'll text about it if they announce something them. by Saturday. Okay. But if it's okay. all a mystery, we won't do it. All right. Good. Okay. Uh, let's start with uh, Charlotte and Paige. Start with the ladies. Ladies first. Charlotte retains. Yeah, I think the I think that Charlotte uh, retains too. What are we doing? The deadliest game theme here. Yep. Yeah. It's a, we got so much good feedback about deadly game. Yeah. I'm also going Charlotte. I think she just, it's too soon. To it's the beginning of something off. longer. Yeah. yeah. And it should go longer. Yes. Uh, Let's go Brothers of Destruction. Kane and Undertaker versus two out of four members of the Wyatt family. We all agree that it's going to be those two guys that we talked about earlier. Yeah. We yeah. all think it's going to be Braun and so Luke. Then so we won't no do point points for that. Yeah. for that. Just um, pick who wins. Yeah. Brothers of be, Destruction. Shit. See, it I has don't, to be. Like, the way they're building this event, and I mean, that could totally be a swerve, right? Where it's, oh, 25 years of The Undertaker, and then he loses. Yeah, and but that's... But, like, with, him and it, with it being him and Kane, it really feels like they're like, oh, one last time, let the good times roll. Mind you, it, uh, I keep forgetting that it's not elimination. Yeah, Kane so could, could take the pin. Get yeah. yeah. I'm still going Brothers I think I am going Brothers of Destruction also. I think we're going to be... But I think Wyatt needs to go over long term, so I'll, I'm going to... I'm holding out hope that there's Kay. another match there somewhere. All right. Uh, let's do... Christ, all we have left is the tournament. Um... Because the mid-card belts are in the tournament. Yeah, let's mm-hmm. go Reigns and Del Rio first. I mean, that's got to be Roman Reigns, Reigns. right? Okay, that's across the board. This one will be interesting. Kevin Owens seen Ambrose. Ambrose? You, is that your final pick is yeah. Ambrose? Ambrose. I'm locking it in. This is the hardest thing to call on the card for me. I'm also going Ambrose. Reigns versus Ambrose makes so much sense. It makes so much sense. But part of me really believes that Kevin Owens is winning that belt. Uh, I'm going to go with Kevin Owens nice. for the sake of someone got to be different here. Yeah, I was going to say with this card yeah. and how we're all like kind of unanimously thinking, I'm like, this might be the worst picks at the end where Warren at the end goes, uh, guys, we all pick the same thing. Anybody <laughs> yeah. wanna wanna change who's Riveting walking? Steph. Anyone wanna change? Well, who's that's our only away? thing we've done different, right? Yeah. And who walks away with the belt? That's true. Remember, remember the Southpaw rules. So now not who have, wins in this match. So for you, you have to choose between Owens and Reigns, and we have to choose between Ambrose and Reigns. And or Cashin. Is it? Yeah. Is it fair to say that if obviously if you don't have a horse in this race because you picked the wrong horses, then you just don't get any points for this round? all you get to remake this pick unless you, you pick reigns to win yeah unless you have reigns that's what i'm the saying if you don't have a guy in this race like if if we get to the finals and the two guys you picked are not in it and it's uh del rio and owens sure okay then obviously yeah you don't get to repick that right yes it's not gonna happen yeah. probably yeah, yeah, but yeah, 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 yeah. your picks are yeah. locked in your as picks are locked in okay march madness style we yes, call it exactly um I'm going to take Owens. Okay. Owens. Scotty. Roman Reigns turns heel on Ambrose. Just hit, like, does something dirty. Reigns wins. Reigns. I'll put in brackets heel turn. Not that it goes. But not authority heel turn. Okay. I bet you, I bet you that's going to happen. I bet you that's the only heel turn he does. Kevin Owens is the authority guy now. I'm going to go Dean Ambrose. And then a cash in? With his own heel turn. Oh, boy. 
Hot tamale. I think it's just too perfect to not turn one of these guys. May as well take it. You have the perfect time to be like, oh, they're two friends, and yep. then turn them. Yep. Not that I get any bonus points, but I can totally see Dean Ambrose turning heel on Roman Reigns and allowing Kevin Owens to win the title. Like, mm. Ambrose Screwing goes out in the semi and then screws. If I can't win it, you can't yeah. win it sort of thing. Yeah, that's Who knows? True. Who knows? I think it's going to be one hell of a pay-per-view. I'll say that right now. I think to finish it, to it. I th- yeah, me too. I think yeah. it's going to be a really hot finish. I think those, those tournament matches are going to be really good, uh, at least the Owens-Ambrose semifinal and then the final. Um, I don't really. I don't have a lot of faith in Alberto Del Rio right now because he's been struggling. Mm. Um, I don't really care about the Divas match. I don't really care about the Undertaker Kane match as much as I should. I care about that. I guess I genuinely am excited for the build, especially how the last pay per view ended with the the Wyatts carrying him out. So that's I, I'm fair. invested for that one at least. I I guess maybe not carrying is not the right word. I think they're doing it the wrong way in terms of the match they're doing. I also feel they're doing it the yeah. wrong way. But yes, that will probably maybe not be a barn burner, but it'll certainly be full of smoke and mirrors and and this and that, which is always fun. Cody Rhodes. Cody Rhodes is going to win the title. Johnny Gargano. Uh, So yeah, they do announce the the Survivor Series people before the card. We'll tweet that. Okay. You said still nothing from... uh, Nope. Nope. Nothing from I briefly checked the spoilers, and it looks like it's done, so I don't think we're getting anything out of that. It'll probably be... Social media thing. And it'll be announced on the pre-show. Yep. It might even be on the pre- No, I guess they don't need to put it on the pre-show. They kind of need another They match need a match on the card here. Yeah, I don't know if they have anything on the pre-show for this one. And that's fine with us. Okay, emails. Sappod316yahoo.com. First one is from Ron. Question. Simmons? How has your jobs affected your views of wrestling? Hmm. Um, story. Thanks for making the podcast. It helped me get through the boredom of sitting at home after surgery. On the 2nd of November, I had gastric sleeve surgery, and you made it really hard because I was laughing constantly, hurting my cuts. Thanks. Uh, But otherwise, keep on doing what your guys are doing. Well, thank you for the compliment, and hopefully your surgery went well, and you're well on your way to recovery. Yeah, and you're healing up well. I'm glad we could help and also not help at all. Right. Which Um, is kind of how everything we've ever done is gone. Yes. Double-edged sword. One step forward, two back. The Sapod way. As far as our jobs affecting our views of wrestling, I think it's it's this is more in your case, but also in my case, going through school and kind of getting a better understanding of the TV filming aspect of things. Mm-hmm. What goes think, into a live broadcast yeah, like that. I think that has changed it in a way, but not necessarily like I view it completely differently. I it's view, just I look for that stuff a little bit more. Right. I view the strictly the camera work yes. in a whole different way now. Yep. Like it's something that I never thought about before. Uh and now whenever I watch, I my brain something triggers in my brain every time they cut to a new camera shot. Being sure. like, I wonder why they cut there. I wonder what yeah. they did that. Why like what's going on yeah. inside the uh, production truck or whatever. Uh, yep. and it's fun because those guys are like considering the mistakes they make, the amount of hours they have to broadcast fairly mistake free, they do a tremendous job of right. putting on yeah. a show. Uh, considering all the things that can go wrong and how few usually do. That being said, on another level, my job has allowed me to make connections with guys like Boris and Andy, who is a wrestler for the PWA, and mm. 
other guys who are wrestlers where I can kind of talk to them and just learn more about the business. So I guess yeah. in that sense, it's kind of changed. And like ticket sales, I know that within Rexall Place, the most attendance ever, so our local arena, uh, was WWE. And that's because they, they clear out the stands, they put more people on the floor. So one time for WWE, uh, a couple of years back, was the most attended thing at Rexall Place ever. Good. So, yeah, it's cool knowing like ticket numbers and sales and whatnot. Uh, is really cool. I surprisingly have never done a walkthrough during the setup, mainly because I was never in Rexall as a venue. When they were doing it, yeah. I'd actually really like to do that too, just yeah. to see. Like I've seen a ring get set up before and taken down, but I'd like to, cool see to see it at that level, yeah. to see everything at the like, stage. That was like the, the one time where I was like, oh, where's Warren? And I look over and you're like behind the production table. Yeah. I'm like, oh, there he is. Yeah. Uh, okay, thanks for the email, bud. Next is Brian. Hey there, Satpod. Hope you guys are doing swell. My question for you guys is how you would feel about my bold prediction. Okay. At Survivor Series okay. for the WWE World Heavyweight title, I bet it will be Dean Ambrose versus Roman Reigns. Shocker! They will build the match as a match between two friends, spelled two wrong, and respect, etc., etc. But the twist is the authority will come down. Why, who knows? It's wrestling. Just go with it. The two will stare at them, and then, bam, spear. Roman wins, turns heel, aligns himself with the authority, setting up a number of things, a program running to the Rumble, a feud with Rollins eventually when he returns, and hopefully a good singles run for Ambrose now that Roman doesn't have his back. What do you guys think? Can't wait to hear your response. Hope you guys have a good week. And remember to slap the thigh even if you miss a kick. Nikki Bella. Nikki Bella. Spelled Nikki with two C's, which is weird. <laughs> At B underscore Steph 811. Look, we all have spelling issues, all right? <laughs> yeah, I'm the biggest. That's, that's my heel gimmick. I'm going to point out spelling yeah, mistakes fucking in every last week email. on my email, Scotty was wrong there. What did you type in? It was uh, probably a I fact you were T-H-E-R-E, and it was supposed to be T-H-E-R-I or, or uh, something like three. that. <laughs> Thanks, it was supposed Brando. to be three. Um... Yeah, I think that Roman Reigns being a heel makes a tremendous amount of sense, given his poor mic sure. work, yep. uh, his ability to be more of a strong, silent hand of the authority. That's yeah. Uh, the only thing I think ha- they have pulling against that is I think the WWE is desperate to line up another John Cena for like promotional work and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I think they really want it to be him. So that when John Cena wants to take a couple months off to do his own thing, they or don't have hang to be up like... Ever. Running around like chickens with their heads cut off. Being like, who's our other John Cena? Just imagine. Check the cupboard. Who do we trust enough to do media shit? Ten people running around the building in Stanford just flailing their arms. Ah! Cena wants three months off. What the fuck do we do? Call Batista. Call Batista. Um, yeah, I like that idea a whole lot, Brian. Uh, that's kind of what I said last week, too, but... Very doable. Like you said, like you said, if, if... yeah, it just seems like it's too it's too predictable that yeah. way. That's what my whole Kevin Owens thing is based on. Which is good. Yeah. I like that too. So. I think it's too damn predictable. That's like my thing. I think my thing my theory is pretty predictable. Mm. So but it very well could happen, but it'd be cooler to see a swerve. Good. Okay. Thanks for the email, Brian. Next up is Victoria. Yeah, she, she wrote, wrote in. an email. Look at that. Yeah, she What up? Sad pod guy. What were you going to say? Sorry. She booked off all of this week, so she's just hanging out at home with me uh-huh. while I'm like not doing anything. Yeah. Just so she could play follow. Because they were like, you got to use your days. Everything's booked in December. She's like, uh, week after follow, it'll take four days. <laughs> Veteran move. So, well done. Yeah, she's just loving Undertaker week because she's watching network stuff. Good. Isn't okay. the week after follow done? 
No, it's this is the week after Fallout came out. Like it came out last week on Tuesday. Oh, I see. So I thought you meant. I thought you meant the week today the, the, till Friday. I thought you meant like mm. the week that. So Fallout I'm never came allowed out. to use the PS4. Well, nor you should be. What up, Sapod guys? With it being Undertaker week on WWE Network, how about an Undertaker themed question? Who's a more attractive lady? Okay, Sarah. Or Michelle McCool. I don't know mm. if I remember seeing Sarah. <laughs> we watched some so 2001 stuff the other day. Sarah's like, not a looker. Fire up this old. It's probably Google Michelle. Michelle McCool. You knew I was going to. Michelle pick McCool it. is the answer to several of those either or questions that involve Michelle McCool. But let's, not all let's, of them. Let's just say though, Sarah is not horrible. For 2001, I'm sure she was a looker. She. What does that even mean? Like the, people's era and taste have changed True. as the years go on. I think they're both beautiful and... women. Full stop. Drop the mic. Nice. You're doing if, great if, with the ladies, Brando. Yeah. If I'm not well, to, Grandma. Not to well. Pick one, not it's well. it's going to be Michelle McCool. Not well, Grandma. She is just outstanding. Okay, thanks for that email. <laughs> it's weird that a lady asked us that question. Vic, yeah, she You'd knows she can You'd think that she'd be like trying not to get us to objectify. I'm sure Mind you, they weren't ready. Eventually, she'll say like, she might eventually send in a question where it's like, who are your guys' personal favorite divas? Who are just, who's like your favorite cutie or sure, whatever? sure. Okay, uh, next email is from Nova Punk. Hey, Satpod, with the end of the year coming soon, just wondering who your wrestlers of the year are so far. Thanks, Nova. You're going to have to wait till the end of the year to find that yeah, out. Yeah, we're going to have to reveal that. We told you now, you wouldn't listen There's later. a couple guys who've had good years. Seth, there's a lot just, of guys. You guys want to just throw out, like, five names? Yeah. Unofficial nominees? Yeah. Okay. Seth? Yeah. Uh... He had a good year. Kevin Owens for getting the NXT sure. title and then coming up and getting the Intercontinental and beating John Cena. Sure. Um, Non-WWE, Jay Lethal's held both the TV title and the World Heavyweight title almost most of the year. Uh, Samoa Joe wrestled for ROH, TNA, yeah, and year too. WWE for NXT all in one calendar year. And the PWA. And the PWA. <laughs> MRB. Yep. Is he going to be reigning, the non-WWE? Reigning and defending. <laughs> Two years running. <laughs> so, yeah, there's some names. Um, yeah. We're, new we're day, new, uh, breakout tag team of the year. We should probably start thinking about that, too, in case you want to add some new categories or something like that. I'll break out the list from last year. And... I don't, yeah, I don't even remember that. I guess we have that on a podcast somewhere. I still have it, too. I made sure that I saved it. So. Well, okay. look at you. Last email is from Luke Ford. Lukey. Love your trucks. It's like a cross between Luke Skywalker and Harrison Ford. Luke there Ford. There you go. <laughs> Hey, Satpod oh, crew. Let's go home and play Battlefront. Seeing some of the names in NXT, I can't help but think they would be ready to be promoted to the main roster. Some wrestlers like Balor, Zayn, along with Enzo Amore and Colin Cassidy, I would like, mm. uh, I would think would be ready for the main roster. Even though Zayn is injured, I would imagine he is close to a return. When do you guys think would be the best time to promote these wrestlers to the main roster full time? P.S. I believe Cassidy is kayfabe injured. So that could already be their transition to the main roster. Yeah, they did the uh, spot with the mechanics. Right. Ooh, ooh, that's a good name. Mm-hmm. Good, that's their good official, idea, Brando. That's, that's their, their official tag team name. Their yeah. WWE name. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's a big league's name. Best time to bring anyone is the day after WrestleMania. Oh uh, yeah. Uh, that's True. not a hard fast rule. It's not something you have to go by. But that is they we they've had a mighty lot of success mm-hmm. doing that with guys. 
You don't need to do that with Zane, I don't think, because you've already done Zane's debut on the main roster. I am very interested to see what kind of WWE career Zane even has. Yeah. 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 Just because of his injuries, and and I think they're going to want him on NXT longer, even when he's healed. I, I don't. I think, I I think when, he can, when he's ready to come back, you maybe have him go down there, do a month or two, do a round of taping, and then Try I think and stay healthy. bring him up right <laughs> Can away. Can you work but, a full program without being hurt? Yeah, that would be nice as well. I don't know. Well, yeah, you're right. That the is, Royal that is Rumble a guy to watch. is also a really good way to bring in one True. person. I think like when Bo Dallas showed up and threw Barrett out, everyone was like, oh, my God, this Bo Dallas guy is going to be the next big thing. <laughs> it wasn't. It wasn't. Spoilers. Um, Balor. He is a guy that you don't need to do the night after Mania or a Rumble. I think you do some cool vignettes and you have him show up and I it think doesn't you, need to be like yeah. he's he can draw on his own without the need of having this big surprise. You just run those like demon that. vignettes like three yes. or four weeks and then you bring him in in a crowd or a city that's going to be hot no matter what, like a Philly, Chicago, mm-hmm. L.A., anywhere that's a big arena that always does well. I agree that he doesn't need it, but at the same time, why not give it to him? That's true. Like, your building that is going to be hot either way is the building after WrestleMania. Yeah. Like, that is, sure. like, it's not yeah, that he doesn't. Everyone there is a smart fan. Right. It's not that he doesn't need it because he could do it on his own. It's that if you can give it to him, give it to him. Because if he debuts on that night, he will be an instant star. Because that whole sure. crowd is going to know him. And that whole crowd is going to be nuts for him. That's a good point. Uh, who's the other guy that we're missing? Oh, uh, Enzo and Cassidy. Yeah, that was an interesting pick because uh, with Enzo, um, I think that he's not going to get really a whole lot better in the ring. I think he's got his style. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think he's got 100 uses up on the roster as a manager, as a— He could that, just manage Colin Cassidy. Yeah, he could manage have Colin, Colin Cassidy. Cassidy be the huge dude. Sure. He could tag with Colin Cassidy still. He's not awful. Nope. He's just not as good that, as they usually like their that guys. That gimmick is going to get so over when it does get called up, though. Like, yeah. I think you can bring all thing. three of them up. With Carmella, even? I would like to see that as well. Like, I think Carmella works so well with them. And originally, when they brought her in with NXT, I was like, fuck, you're going to attach a click. girl to yeah. this gimmick? And then over time, she's made it her own. Yeah, she's And really it. blended in well. Like, I genuinely believe that those three are hanging out after a match and are being Guido kind of Jersey Shore people. Yeah. I uh, I really hope you're right, Warren, but I am not as optimistic that that gimmick will get over on the main roster. Like, I look at a gimmick that is very much, like, fan participation involved, mm-hmm. and I worry about the fact that I'll, some more WWE crowds are not really into w, your fan participation. Like, that is crazy because of Full Sail University. Sure. But yeah. I, I do worry sometimes about bringing a gimmick and having him do his W-O or S-O-F, S-A-W-F-T, and having just no one, yeah, nobody joining it. I mean, that's, the, that's the beauty of full sale, right? And have these kids being like, yeah. "Hey, that's all right." <laughs> sure, we'll see. Okay, uh, sapot three sixteen yahoo.com If you want to send us an email, lots of good questions this week. Oh, yes, Always thank a lot you. Of good questions. Muy apreciado is not actually Spanish, but I said it anyway. Brandon was trying to cut questions, but they were all too quality. Yep, I was like, cut them. Yeah, he was like, we got five. I was like, cut them all of them. Brandon's like, can, can we make it three? I, was like, I got I was, Battlefront to I was be like, at. I was like, can we make it? Like, How many of these can we cut, Warren? Look at those yeah. right now. How many we can cut? He's like, they're all gold. Yeah. And I'm like, all right. It's, it's not talking Let's reckless where they're cutting <laughs> stuff. <laughs> we don't cut emails on this show. That's true. God damn it. Because you spent the time and effort to send them in. So we'll answer them. I think them. the biggest problem with the talking reckless ones is we get the same ones every day. Wow. 
literally everything. I don't think we had any questions this week nope. that were ones All we those had were at least had their own spin on them, so. Mm-hmm. Yes. Literally every week. Okay, um, we'll be back next week with uh, Boris, as we said earlier. Boris will be joining us to talk a little PWA post-Survivor um, Series as well. In the meantime, you can follow us on Twitter at SatPod, myself at the Diesel Barris. I'm at Scottbox64. I'm at Brando1990. Uh, at TalkRecklessPod with an R. Uh, follow them, give their podcast a listen. They talk about video games. We didn't have a show this week, but we put up a clip show. Okay. Nice. All right. Quality. That's yeah. right, because somebody was sick, right? Isn't yeah. It? Yes. The okay. host was sick. Damn you, Matt Eads. He's literally the only guy we can't do the show with. He is the, he is the you. That'd be, yeah, I was just saying, like if Warren it. is like actually ill to the point he's like, I'm not even coming into the station, that's boys. True. That's generally the only time the show doesn't happen is if Warren can't mm-hmm. make it. Because yeah. we'll just do fucking two guys. We don't do two guys on Talking Reckless. Yeah. Normally we've got to do three or more. Also, I got some heat from, <laughs> from uh, uh, Colton Kelly for mm-hmm. last week because- when we had him on that night after when I'm walking him out to the door or whatever, I'm like, yeah, if we ever, like, have a guy go down or, like, doesn't come in, we'll just have you come in and replace him, be the third man. And he shoots me a message last week. He's like, so, two guys this week, eh? And I'm like, oh, shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> I forgot. But you were kind of, it was a last-minute yeah. decision on that day. So I thought we were getting Scotty. Um, I was hoping. So was I. Yeah. But anyways. At the same okay. time, yeah, I mean, you have made a powerful enemy, obviously, Warren. Right. And that's not a That next cane shot's coming to you. Me. Yeah. <laughs> Watch the fuck out. He's proven that he can take big fellas down. Yeah. I'm going to make sure I wear ankle guards. <laughs> ankle supports. <laughs> Spikes on them. <laughs> okay. Uh, what are we listening? We're listening to, uh, oh, yeah, your YouTube thing. Plug that. As oh, well. uh, YouTube backslash WSF gaming. I'm working on some more LA Noir stuff. Also, I've been streaming some video games oh, lately. Oh, yeah. Well into the wee hours of the night. Just, just for the hell of it. I don't have a mic yet or anything, so... Tomb Raider and WWE action. Yeah, I'm done Tomb Raider now. I beat was that game. Was the sequel good? Yes. Nice. Very good. I, I would say really good game. I'm, I'm so f- mad PlayStation has to wait a year for that because we really, really yeah. yeah Microsoft oh, got it a year though. early via oh, yeah. buying the exclusivity. Huh. But I love that first Tomb Raider. Yeah. So yeah, it's, the it's remake good. was really good. Uh, I've only I haven't played all of it. I think I'm about halfway through. I'm 40 percent on the counter, and I've been doing most of the side stuff. Mm. Um, and I think it is better than the original. So far, nice. So. I yeah. agree. Yeah, there's just more stuff to do, which is yeah. nice. Um, yeah, I'll play the occasional wrestling game. So you just follow me on Twitch at uh, Heel Bears, which I I hate that that's what I picked four years ago. But it's cute. Twitch doesn't let you change them, so that is what it is. Apparently. Twitch doesn't let you change them. No, nope. once you have a Twitch thing, that's why there's so many Twitch accounts. Is people are like, oh, I hate my old name. I'll just make a new one. I looked it up, and apparently they did some tournament where the first prize of the tournament was you get to change your That's your a great name. idea. So one guy has done it, I think, ever. And, and they it. offered it at TwitchCon, too. Think, was that? Yeah, yeah okay. you had to go to it to get that I think Xbox that. lets you change yours, but for like 10 bucks. You have to pay. Yeah. yeah. I've, I've changed it. I changed it to something and then changed it back. Yeah, you can also right friend now. him. Bear69. Sure. I don't uh, have a lot of room for friends. If you guys are ever it. wondering when I go to bed at night, it's yep. usually right when Warren starts streaming. That's pretty much <laughs> how that works, yeah. Unless it's on weekends, then I'll just stream all day long. Say That's Brent. true. I did six and a half hours of Tomb Raider stream on Saturday. Nice. Good. The power stream there. Yep. All day with no audio. That's just good. Okay. Uh, we're listening to the pay-per-view theme, which is Imagine Dragons uh, Warriors. Come out to play. Weekend I love the Warriors. The Warriors. Underrated Warriors. <laughs> um, yeah, we'll be back next week with uh, the one and only Big Bad. Until next time, guys. Keep on healing. Ah, keep on oh, turning geez. heel on your friends. Woo!
As a child, you would wait and watch from far away. But you always knew that you'd be the one to work while they all play. And youth, you'd lay awake at night and scheme of all the things that you would change. But it was just a dream. Farewell, I've gone to take my throne.